0: On this week's episode, we're celebrating Mother's Day, the only way we know how, by day drinking, and discussing the case of Gypsy Rose Blanchard and the murder of her beyond-sick mother, Dee Dee. Then we review the documentary Mommy Dead and Dearest, as well as the Hulu miniseries The Act. So make sure to call your mom and meet us in the pod shed. We're testing just how bottomless these mimosas are, and talking about murder. Welcome back to another episode of THC, (laughs) True Hollywood Crime. This is your host, Mariah. This is your other host, Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. Hello. Hello, meow, meow. (laughs) Meow, meow. How's it going?
1: It's going. I'm so happy to be here. Girl,
0: me too. I'm so happy to be in the pod shed.
1: It's funny how some nights it's like a real struggle bus just to get us to this point, but it's like I've been so looking forward to this point. Me too. All week.
0: I'm happy. It's For me, it's the opposite of last week where last week I was... So happy and relieved to be in here because I had the worst week ever. Mm -hmm. This week was pretty good. Yeah. And it's just been leading up to this. So I came in. I came into this one strong. Feeling good. Not only that. Feeling relaxed.
1: This week's like a refresh for you. Like you're coming in with knowledge on hand. You've known about this for a while. Something that was interesting to you. Yes. Mm -hmm. So all Kind of like me last week. (laughs) That's (laughs) right. right. The refresher on me on the Slender Man. That's right. (laughs) Anyways, how was your week? Up and down. Lots of good things, lots of bad things. Lots of bad things? Or just like, I don't know. So even though I had a short week at work, good thing, my boss also had a short week at work. So my Thursday was his Monday. Oh. So he comes in like, woo, ready to start my week. Where And he's like, I wanna get this shit done by the end of the week. And I'm like, great, bro, for me, that's tomorrow right right so we kind of clashed on that side of things right i obviously went above and beyond and still got a ton of shit done to make him happy because as long as one of us is suffering and drowning at work then we're both succeeding at life that's right (laughs) that's right takes two Uh, so yeah that was good and bad and then um today is actually the one year of me putting bentley down holy shit i know right Bentley is B's dog. She had him forever. He was he a He will pug. forever be like my firstborn. He's the baby. The amount of shit I went through with this dog, right? He was 18. He, he The chunk of life that we went through together, that's Cause like- Because you
0: got him like right after you graduated high school. Correct. Mm-hmm. So he went to college with you. Everything.
1: All my biggest life events was with this fucking dog. Right. Yeah. So that's been- I'm sorry, bi didn't know that it was, that well, it was a year. Well, why would you? It's not for you to remember. I know, but, but yeah. still. So it's interesting because Violet's been talking about him a ton. Yeah. But I think it's because she's scared that she's forgetting him. Aw. So that kind of just breaks my heart. And I still have a really hard time talking about him, especially with her, without getting emotional. Yeah, so she doesn't want to talk to me about it cuz she doesn't want to make me cry. Yeah. But then she's also upset that she's forgetting. Yeah. So that's just been
0: You just have to remind her that it's
1: okay if you cry because right. everyone gets sad. So like we're looking at pictures of him and she'll be like, "What are we doing here?" and "What are we doing here?" and I'm just like, "Oh."
0: Yeah, but crying. you just have to remind her be that it's okay cuz everybody gets sad For and reals. it's okay to cry when you're sad. Yeah. So, gotta let it out mm-hmm. something bailey's been working on her entire right. fucking <laughs> right. life
1: a reoccurring theme here you the didn't podcast. start you didn't start
0: crying until you had a kid until
1: i had a kid for real and no, now you cry all you, the time she look she at fucking you broke the seal man <laughs> jesus oh, that's Ruin so me.
0: it's so good for you it's mm-hmm. so cathartic it's good to cry you gotta let it out man
1: no so that's just it so when my people at work are like oh you going somewhere for mother's day and i'm like no i literally just plan on being home alone and crying and really enjoying it. yeah <laughs> except for you won't be i know you're not going to be home alone. I know. But that's like kind of how I put it. I just wanted the time to just not be there and not thinking about it. Just be by myself and just do things. For Dude, me. how
0: shitty that that's always going to be tied On to Mother's like Day. Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. God damn it.
1: And I would assume then... That this is probably Mimosa's birthday weekend because I know Mimosa was born right around the time that we put Bentley down because she was a month old when we got her. And that's we got pretty her crazy. On Father's Day weekend.
0: Oh, that's really crazy. Mimosa's your kitty cat. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting to think yeah. that she might have been born yeah. around the same time oh, that I, Bentley moved on. I
1: figured that out the second John brought her to the door and told me like when she was born. Oh. I'm like, boom. It right was there. all meant to be. Absolutely for sure we love it all right so that's well. what i'm saying like the goods with the bads it's just like a lot of you got your tattoo finished oh amen so again good with the bad sitting Very there and sucking that down for an yeah, hour yeah it's good how. though for you
0: too it's getting yeah. cathartic mm-hmm. a little physical pain
1: yeah and my body definitely responded much better to it this time because remember nice. last time i felt a little woozy and this time we walked downtown went to market yeah had burgers
0: beautiful mm-hmm.
1: yeah Yes,
0: our town is coming back to life. It is. I mean, we also have to wear masks, but mm-hmm. um, farmer's markets on Saturdays are open again. Those are a big deal. And then Thursday night markets are open again. which
1: um, We all agree around town. I've been talking to people. This is probably the earliest they've opened Thursday night markets in a yeah. long time. Usually it's like around a Memorial Day type of thing. And how would you
0: describe Thursday night markets? It's like farmer's market
1: meets like friday night concert for yeah. a lot of towns like they do like the live music it's really mm-hmm. more of a social aspect I right mean, there's
0: like stuff to do stuff to check out
1: mm-hmm. all the restaurants have all the patios open and games and it's mm-hmm. super fun yeah. so it was really so child friendly
0: after like the depressing year we had it was so, it's been so much fun to and this is the first time in my life i've worked somewhere where there's like stuff going on, yeah. Like the salon I worked in forever in the Bay Area was like tucked away in a corner.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We weren't close to anything like hustle and bustle like that. Even though the town I worked in was is a very popular, busy, busy, busy town. But
1: you were so on the other end of that.
0: Well, and not only that, but mm-hmm. it was like so busy you couldn't even go anywhere because the traffic's so mm-hmm. bad and the parking so bad. If you have like a half hour, 45, even an hour break, it's not enough time to get get in your car, go downtown, get something to eat and come back. Of course. You would never make it. So I just, you brought in your own food and I would just stay in the salon all day. All day. Now my salon's downtown. Mm -hmm. It's super fun. If I have any kind of break, I can just walk downtown to get anything I want, um, even just to go for a walk. And then like farmer's markets right across from our salon on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. You can just walk right across the street and then... This past Thursday, when Thursday market opened, it's like I got to see everybody come out of the woodwork, we all the families in your
1: parking lot, yeah. knowing that it was a quicker walk,
0: and it's free. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's free parking lot. People don't know that; they think you have to pay at the kiosk, but you don't. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was super fun to see all the families like come out, and yeah, it's so cool. I love That's working in a place. Because I
1: had asked you on Cinco de Mayo if you got to see any like rowdy downtown shit, and we're not there yet. But your no. husband made a point that we really went off for the other one. Cesar Chavez yes, Day. Yes, because we're ag people. Because
0: agri- we're <laughs> a lot of agricultural <laughs> workers up here. So Cesar Chavez Day was it.
1: Right, we'll find any excuse to fucking go off.
0: But yeah, I love working downtown and being part of it. And
1: besides Cinco de Mayo, what else did you have? Oh, that's
0: right. It was my daughter's birthday. It
1: happened. It finally happened. I
0: know, because last podcast she was, was having party. a sleepover. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day, we went and did our go-karts and all that. And then Cinco de Mayo is her birthday. Mm-hmm. So my baby's 11. She's That's so official. awesome. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's turning into such a cool, awesome human being. Um, Other than that, nothing else really going on. Just working. I have a bunch of follow-ups.
1: If you don't have anything else to talk about. I have one follow-up. OK. Nick did remember to take his phone out of the freezer. Oh, perfect. <laughs> That's from like two episodes ago, isn't it? I don't remember. I think it's from 2. <laughs> Maybe. But that, I just remembered that I needed to throw that in at some point. Thank God. And I don't have any follow-ups, but I do have an add-on to our game. Well, OK, because I have one for the game, too. OK, perfect. So okay. you do yours. Well, let me go to the follow-ups real quick. OK, let's do the follow-ups. First
0: of all, I don't know who caught this. This is episode 40. Last episode, there's a typo. And I put episode 29.
1: Ah! <laughs> Amazing, I did not catch that.
0: So we now have two episode 29s, because I'm not going to go back and change no, it. No,
1: that's an Easter egg. Yep,
0: it's mm-hmm. an Easter egg. So uh, last episode was episode 29, what, Tall, tall, Dark, and Faceless? hmm And this is episode 40. Wow. So, whoops. <gasps> Let's see if anyone
1: notices. Okay. Um, and didn't you come up with our game for our Dirty 30? Okay, so here we are, 10 episodes later.
0: Yeah, well, it's just one thing. It's not a whole game, B. It's just like a little... Like a new thing to add to our game. Yeah. Um. And then also last week, which was really funny because she's in this episode, too, was the actress Joey King. And you thought it was Jamie. I thought it was Jamie King. Yeah, I knew that. Could you tell? Yes. Because mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, blast from the past. I haven't heard that name in forever. Yeah. I thought it was the actress Jamie King. Yes. And then I really thought about it. And then I looked at it. And I was like, oh, shit. And she's part of this week's episode yes, again. Which, believe me. Mm-hmm. Joey King. Yes. Also, I had talked about how um there was that podcast, Female yeah. Killers. And you weren't sure if she did multiple female female criminals. Mm-hmm. It's hosted by a woman named Vanessa Richardson, and she is. She's the co-host of that other podcast, Serial Killers. Nice. I knew I recognized her you. voice. Mm-hmm. She also hosts a couple other true crime ones. So Wow, get around. Getting around town, Vanessa. Do it. Um and then my last follow-up is that last week's episode takes place in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Waukesha. W-A-U-K-E-S-H-A. Not Waukesha. Waukesha. Sure. Oh, I, Waukesha, yeah. Wisconsin.
1: I think it's Waukesha. That
0: sounds better. Yeah.
1: Waukesha. Waukesha. <laughs> I think it's Waukesha. So
0: there you go. Those are all of our follow-ups for the week.
1: Hmm. I'm exhausted. And that's it (laughs) for this week. My lord. (laughs) we were so excited to be here and we're done. All right. What do you want to do for the game, our drinking game? So for me, anytime I do a shameless plug referencing past episodes, because I'm going to come at Uh you.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I got a
1: few for sure. Okay.
0: So anytime B mentions um, a past
1: episode, which I just mentioned like three. Uh Uh-huh. I know.
0: And then I was going to say anytime we say the word Mom. Oh, I our, thought
1: about that.
0: This is our Mother's Day special, it y'all. Is. Yeah. Uh huh. So anytime, I mean, if you want to get squirrely, you could do anytime we say mom, mommy, mother. yeah, any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our Mother's Day episode. Yes. We are doing. If you haven't figured it out yet, before you tell anybody,
1: let me. So I took a picture of the image for the Lifetime movie. Uh huh. And I sent it to Nick because I couldn't find it. Uh-huh. I'm like, babe, I need you to find this movie for the podcast. And he's like, staring at it. He's like, podcast Mother's Day. He's like, you fucking crazy bitches are doing a mom who kills cancer <laughs> babies for Mother's Day? No, because that's all he got from the picture, right? No. I'm like, like, <laughs> on all fairness. Right. She didn't. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But just his reaction. <laughs> that's so like, funny. Like, that's your Mother's Day episode? Is yep. his mom killing cancer babies? Yep. <laughs> like, of course. Totally. that That's it. That's so, it. <laughs> uh, so anyways, yes. Yeah, but so for reals this week, we're doing. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Um, who I had heard of, but didn't know much about. And I knew all about her because yeah. I'd seen the
0: documentary, Mommy Dead and Dearest on HBO. I watched the act on Hulu. hmm um, and then I've even watched like her Dr. Phil interviews before. Yeah. Um, there's so much. There's a lot on her, but not a ton of, at least on Spotify, not a lot of um, podcast episodes on her. Wow. I could only find a couple and I listened to one. Okay. But I was surprised. I would assume yeah. there would be a lot. Because but... there's so much you could cover. Yeah. Maybe that's why there's not a lot. Maybe okay. they're like, oh, it's too obvious, but we're covering it. We're doing cause it. Because it's our Mother's
1: Day extravaganza. We're two moms. Yeah. Momming it up. I thought it was a really good idea because we had talked about it on last week's episode, like what route we were going to go. Are we going to do a mom saving her family or whatever? And I think this fits. Yes. This mm-hmm. is this is it.
0: Definitely not a mom saving her family. Mm-mm. So I got everything from I listened to an episode of a podcast called True Crime All the Time. Two dudes talking about true crime. Um, Of course, Wikipedia, an article by ABC News. And then, like I just said, I've watched the act. I've watched Mommy Dead and Dearest. I've watched the interviews. Yada, yada, yada. So are you ready? Fuck yeah. Here's to Mother's Day. Hey, cheers. Happy Mother's Day, y'all.
1: Here we go.
0: Oh, my (coughs) God. (laughs) As I fall into the (laughs) 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 ice (laughs) chest.
1: Woo! Happy Mother's Day. Off to a great start.
0: Mm -hmm. So... Dee Dee, who is Gypsy's mom, Dee is born Claudine Petre or Petrie in Louisiana, 1967, makes her roughly my mom's age, mm-hmm. if anyone cares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's, you know, kind of a brat. She's a thief. She, she steals, especially if things aren't going her way. If she doesn't get her way. She'll start stealing from her family and stuff, maybe to get attention or I don't know why. Also, as she gets older, she takes care of her mom, who is sick. And then her mom dies. And there's always been, like, rumors and speculation that she was withholding food from her mom and that her mom starved to death.
1: Ooh. So
0: that's... Kind of keep that in the back of your mind. Um, When she's 24, she gets knocked up by 17-year-old Rod Blanchard. Another red flag, if you ask me. Why is a 24-year-old fucking a 17-year-old? But Rod tries to do
1: what any good dude would do marries her especially from the south it's not even like you have a choice yeah you knock someone up you're marrying them yep so they
0: get married and in 1991 Gypsy Rose Blanchard is born she is a little premature but other than that she's born healthy no health problems whatsoever uh and Rod says that Dee Dee is the best mom ever oh yeah she takes to it like a pig and shit mm-hmm. she does great They end up getting a divorce, though, because they probably should have never been married in the first place. Right. And Dee Dee and Gypsy move in with her dad and her stepmom. Gypsy Rose is three months old, and her mom starts saying that she has sleep apnea and takes Mm -hmm. her to the doctor. She's stopping breathing at night, and the doctors run the tests, and they find no proof that that's true. Mm -hmm. But fucking Dee Dee just goes on and on and on about it. Mother knows best. There's also speculation that at this time she starts poisoning her stepmom with like putting Roundup in her food. Okay. There's nothing that ends up proving that to be true. It's just a hunch that the family has. She also starts writing a lot of bad checks, which she does get arrested for. And then when her dad confronts her about the possibility that she's making her stepmom sick, she grabs Gypsy and they move. Mm -hmm. They cut out. Yep. She starts like really doctor hopping. And the thing with Didi is she used to be a uh, nurse's aide. So she knows oh. all the lingo. Yeah. She knows all the jargon. And she has she goes in there with everything from sleep apnea to epilepsy. She's having seizures. She has muscular dystrophy. And she wow. says this is all due to some like unspecified. Chrom- what do you say? Chr- chromosomal, chromosomal. I think it's chromonal. Chromonal.
1: I guess. I don't know. Disorder. It's like chromosomes.
0: Yeah, but that's not how it was spelled in the article. Oh,
1: well then. Fuck.
0: What do I know?
1: I know you can give me more wine. That's for. I got to put my joint down. I'll oh let my- you finish.
0: <laughs> wait. I'll let you wait until you take put your joint <laughs> all the way you. out. So at this point, Rod is still trying to be in Gypsy's life. Um, the only time he's allowed to be around her is if Dee Dee is like. Right there. Yeah, of course. Heavily monitoring what's mm-hmm. happening Their Dee Dee and Gypsy are living off of a mix of government assistance and child support. Rod never misses child support. He pays nope. that child support every month. Uh, whether he's allowed to see his daughter or not, he still pays. And his new wife had even said in an interview I watched with them, that like there were times where they went without, right, so they that struggled. Yeah. Rod could pay his child support. They for his, went without meals so for that his they could eat. Sick
1: daughter. Uh-huh, absolutely.
0: So by around seven, eight years old, it's hard because ages are going to start getting wonky because mm-hmm. Didi's Dee constantly lying about Gypsy's age. The amount of math. I did for you oh this fucking Lord. week. Oh my God. I did none. I'm just like, hey. Uh, no, every time they brought up a year, I'm like,
1: between that and 1991, I'm like, all right, how fucking old is she?
0: That's <laughs> so funny. Um, so, around seven or eight years old, Gypsy gets into a motorcycle accident with her grandpa. She gets a contusion to her knee. So, basically, she scrapes up her knee pretty bad. Dee Dee flies off the handle, right? She has, she, all this shit's gonna be wrong with her leg. She needs a wheelchair. Blah, 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 blah. The doctors are like, no, she doesn't. She's going to be fine. And Dee Dee just basically throws a big enough fit that they give in and give her a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. This escalates to all kinds of shit being wrong with Gypsy Rose. She has leukemia. She's paralyzed. Um, Dee Dee's now officially lying about her age, passing her off as younger than what she is. She's shaving Gypsy's head because she, quote, unquote, is a cancer patient. She's telling Gypsy that they have to shave her head because the medication that Gypsy's on is going to make her hair fall out anyways, so they might as well just, like, stay on top of it. Right, because who
1: would want to have patchy hair?
0: Yeah, Yeah. and just shave it now.
1: Mm -hmm. It's all for her best.
0: Gypsy's a very small girl. Even as a full-grown adult, she's only about five feet tall. She, uh, Dee Dee dresses her with these big, oversized frames, um, glasses, She's always wearing like little kid clothes, princess dresses Mm -hmm. and frilly, puffy dresses. And she always has on like, you know, fun, sparkly hats or wigs or whatever. Bows
1: and headbands. Yes. She's
0: dressing her very young and she's definitely telling the world and telling Gypsy that she is extremely sick. She now only gets moved around in a wheelchair. She can, air quote, no longer walk. She also can no longer eat. So she's being tube fed by, with just like PediaSure and whatever mm-hmm. supplements you put into a feeding tube. Mm-hmm. She's, her mom is reporting that she has hearing problems, very bad vision problems. And again, Dee Dee's going from doctor to doctor to doctor to doctor, right? Mm-hmm. To get these diagnoses. So then Hurricane Katrina happens. Yes. Destroys the apartment complex that Dee Dee and her and Gypsy are living in. Dee Dee does what she does best. She calls up uh, Habitat for Humanity. And they get airlifted to Missouri. And they get a brand new house built for them from Habitat. Yes. Habitat inhuman. No. Habitat. For Humanity. Habitat for Humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, also Katrina provides the perfect cover For there being air quote no medical records because they all got destroyed in Hurricane Katrina, including her birth certificate, complete medical history. Uh So she claims, right? Yeah. They get their dream house from Habitat for Humanity, and she's getting honored by uh, Dee Dee and Gypsy are getting honored by all kinds of associations. Mm -hmm. Um, They're getting tons of checks are flying in charity donations, Make a Wishes. Mm -hmm. They're getting blown out and paid for Disney World. People who just want to chip in. The local communities um, chipping in money. Celebrities like Miranda Lambert and Blake Shelton give money from their personal bank accounts. Mm -hmm. They meet celebrities all the time. Mm -hmm. They're going to ball games. They're getting VIP tickets to concerts. They're getting the works. And all for a child who is not fucking sick. Right. There is not much that... You and I can relate to about this, but my oldest daughter Lila, who just turned eleven, had heart surgery when she was
1: a week old, roughly. Oh, I was gonna say like a day old, but yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah. She had heart mm-hmm. surgery
0: at about a week old. She yeah. was born with um, arterial transpo- transposition. It means the two arteries in her heart were backwards; they were crossed. And the doctors had to go in and uncross them. It's a pretty common surgery. We really lucked out. And we also lucked out because she's a one-and-done patient. Some mm-hmm. kids who have this have to have multiple surgeries. And we were very lucky. Hers was fixed one time. We had this done at UCSF. That's the University of San Francisco. It's a not only a great medical hospital, college, whatever. It's the, one of the number one pediatric heart hospitals in the world wow the best pediatric cardiologists work there the surgeons all top of the line Mm -hmm. that means that people from all over the world go go there Mm -hmm. Dee Dee and gypsy were like would go to these children's hospitals top of the line children's hospitals and stay at ronald mcdonald houses Mm -hmm. the reason this pisses me off is when our daughter was at ucsf and people would ask us if we wanted to stay at a ronald mcdonald house which provides housing that's like close to the hospital yeah in case you're coming in from like out of town Mm -hmm. well my husband and i lived in the bay area we lived what without traffic a half hour away yeah with traffic a thousand hours away i know it depends on what time you go yeah but without traffic we're about a half hour out from the hospital and even though we were offered that and that was a very kind offering we declined it because we're like that could be for a family that's coming really needs it. from a different part of the world or a different part of the country who really fucking needs mm-hmm. it. And we'll just drive and we'll sit through the traffic. And I had had a C-section and I still sat through the fucking traffic yep. to do it because I would never take that away from a family who needs it. Yes. And these this bitch, Didi, took it from tons of families who would needed take it. everything Think about the kids who didn't get their wish because they, because Gypsy Gypsy Rose got her make a wish for no Mm -hmm. goddamn reason. Mm -hmm. It is so sick and so disgusting. It makes me so mad. A lot of this is passing off because of how Gypsy acts. Gypsy acts like a child, even though now she's a teenager. She Mm -hmm. acts like a little girl. She talks like a little girl. She's got a very high pitched kind of baby voice. Yep and when once you find out about the outcome of this you think it's something that she's like putting on but when you watch interviews of her later on that's still that's her voice yeah now it could just be her voice there's a possibility she's only five feet tall she's really tiny it could be that she has a tiny person's voice um they also mentioned in the podcast that sometimes what happens of children who are abused from a very young age or sexually abused
1: they put on that voice, that character, whatever. This is one thing I did take away from my degree. And this is Please. absolutely.
0: Episode 40, 40 episodes in. I've been waiting for that this psych is degree to
1: absolutely come. Absolutely true. Please so tell typically, us about the it. year that the trauma happens, they freeze in that time. Mm-hmm. They're stuck, that person. Mm-hmm. So they will. They'll have, like, the voice that they were when they were five or six, whenever the trauma occurred.
0: There you go. Look so, at that yes. psychology degree <laughs> this, coming yes. in, that magnum
1: cum laude. <laughs> Not to mention, I also knew about the Munchausen by proxy. Because nice. So, I mean, a few things. There we go. Uh, wow. I know. Incredible. Really, uh, patting myself on the back Almost. this week, you guys. Worth <laughs> thousands of dollars it wasn't thousands thousand dollars your money though i know doesn't <laughs> <laughs> don't say you're trying to act like you paid know, for college i know um yeah but listen almost a year in so yes absolutely i can confirm that that they will they'll be like stuck in time so that it could be a problem. Not that. only that, think about the amount of
0: fucking medication she's oh, on. Oh, we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. So it could be that, um, like I said, or she could just have a small person's voice. because yeah, she is a small she's person. She's a small person.
1: Ariana Grande.
0: <laughs> so the other way that they would keep this charade going is besides the obvious mental, emotional, I don't even know what type of abuse this is that she's putting on her child. She would also physically abuse Gypsy. Yes. She would hit her with coat hangers. If she didn't like the way she was acting, she'd fly off the handle really easily at her. Mm -hmm. And in interviews and stuff, she would always have her arm around Gypsy or Mm -hmm. hold Gypsy's hand. Mm -hmm. And if Gypsy ever answered something and she didn't like, Dee Dee didn't like the direction that Gypsy was answering the question, she would squeeze her really Mm -hmm. hard or she'd pinch the back of her arm really hard. And that was Gypsy's clue to like scale it back Shut stop talking yep. let dd Dee Dee talk and gypsy says that her mom was a very sweet charming southern lady she manipulated people really well yeah. all these doctors all of these course. interviewers that was just part of her personality yeah now this whole time rod the dad wants to visit gypsy yes and Dee, Dee always sets it tries to set it up like it's going to happen and he'll him and his wife would make plans and then the last minute something would happen. Yeah, Gypsy has an emergency doctor's appointment. Gypsy's in the ER. Mm -hmm. Something happened that he can't come that weekend. Mm -hmm. So he is trying to be an active member of her life, and Dee Dee is shutting it down. Yep. So she tells, like, everybody in the neighborhood, anyone who will listen, that the reason Rod's not around is because... He's a drug addict and he was abusive and he won't give them any money or any child support. He abandoned them. Of course. So they wanted nothing to do
1: with a special needs child. Right. And so
0: they have no idea about the fact that she's getting child support on top of all the other financial donations that she's receiving for her air quote sick child. And
1: so and she, not to, only to mention, so she's living in the house in the neighborhood with the people that built the house, complaining to the people who built her the fucking house. Yes. So, let's just really nail that well, That actually is a
0: great segue. They become friends with their neighbors. Mm-hmm. Especially Gypsy becomes, like, obsessed with this um Neighbor Aaliyah, she's like a teenager. Okay, I think she's either Gypsy's actual age or she's only a couple years older than Gypsy's actual age, but Gypsy's presenting herself or is being presented still as a child. Yes, but course. she's a teenager now. Aaliyah is a teenager. Yeah, Gypsy just like gravitates towards her. Yeah, and Aaliyah says when they'd be in her room, they would have like their girl talk, and Gypsy would just. Ask her all these questions about boys. How do you talk to boys? What's it like to kiss a boy? How do you flirt with a boy? And just ask her like basic teenage girl questions. Yeah, She's very curious because she wants to be a normal fucking kid. Obviously. This whole thing where you control the kid is only going to last so long until they hit those those teenage hormones kick in.
1: So what did we talk about on last week's episode? Uh, How scary tween girls yes yeah it's it's all the same shit i mean it's just these raging teenage girls like all they're gonna do is grow up and And, become women and be into whatever they're into and and
0: teenage girls for the most part this is just me generalizing this isn't the case for everybody For the most part, teenage girls are fucking fearless. Yeah. So as scared as she is of her mom, that like Never stopped her. That need to rebel Mm -hmm. and to- Was still there. Try to be a normal teenager and whatever would really propel her to make some Mm -hmm. interesting decisions. As she's like rebelling and pushing the- Rebelling? Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. As she's rebelling and pushing the limits and she starts kind of questioning Dee Dee and kind of just being out of line a little bit- Dee Dee's behavior towards her gets more and more negative Mm -hmm. and she starts punishing her harsher and harsher, even keeping food from her for like days on end. She won't feed her. Gotcha. So that's how she's keeping teenage gypsy in line. Now, at this point, she has to keep ramping up the medical conditions, right? Of course. They have to get worse and worse. Now she's on an oxygen tank because she's having problems breathing. Fuck. She's having a quote unquote drooling problem where she can't control her drool. Waiting for this. Okay. Yep. And to show that she can't control her drool, her mom would put like a numbing agent on her in her mouth mm-hmm. that would make her drool excessively in the doctor's office. Yeah. And first they try to Botox her salvatory glands. Salvatore. Sal. sal-, 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 sal- oh, boy. Hold on. Sal salivary glands yes yes she tried to botox her salivary glands and then of course that didn't work no so then they had to remove her salivary Mm, glands which is insane so that plus this anti seizure medication she's on makes all of her fucking teeth rot and fall out of her face Mm -hmm. so now she's this tiny underweight pale bald rotting slash toothless yeah sick looking child still with the big glasses still with the dumb fucking hats and bows on right. her head we're a mess we're in a wheelchair we're on oxygen we're still being tube fed of course we're like an adult now yeah and we're still being fed fucking pediatric of course ridiculous oh and she gets ears put um tubes put in her ears to oh. help prevent the mass ear infections she's air quote getting oh
1: my god and gypsy
0: later said that to help to try to prevent these horrific ear infections she was getting, they were putting her
1: on like hardcore antibiotics that also fucked with her. Obviously. So we are a mess. She's getting more medication than she is real food. Yeah.
0: Crazy. Yeah. Bernardo Flasterstein. Sorry if I said that wrong, Bernardo. Is a pediatric neurologist who Dee, Dee takes Gypsy to go see. Okay. And he's immediately suspicious. Yeah, thank, he's thanks. Thanks, Bernie. There's no reason why she can't walk yeah and he even proves it he kicks dd Dee Dee out of the room and has her stand up and she can hold her own weight and everything and he's like mm. there's barely weight to hold up as monk would say this just ain't up to snuff oh we haven't talked about tony shalhoub so in like 20 episodes we should
1: watch some of that tomorrow <laughs> Some monk oh, we're both drinking to monk everybody should drink to monk that should always be a
0: standing rule. If we ever mention Tony Shalhoub, you have to take a whole beer bong. He starts looking into her background, yeah. discovers that, no, her medical records were not destroyed by Hurricane Katrina, and that she has a whole laundry list of medical records that also have negative test results, yeah. that all this shit that Didi's Dee claiming has Is never been proved. And he immediately writes down Munchausen by proxy. Yes. Yeah. And he even sends it off to somebody, some other I think like maybe her general practitioner or mm-hmm. like like her main pediatrician, yeah, and they kind of go back and forth, but he never follows up. He thinks he doesn't have enough evidence to follow through with it, and it gets dropped now, of course, Dee never goes back. they never see doctor oh, yeah think Bernardo again, yeah, there is somebody out there who isn't believing what's going on. Yeah. Also, the cops end up getting an anonymous anonymous phone call, basically saying that she's lying about her daughter's condition and really she's, you know, not sick and blah, blah, blah. We don't know who made that phone call. The police did like a welfare check. Dee Dee comes up with some
1: elaborate lie about how she's on the run from an abusive ex and blah, 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 blah. So the way that I kind of looked at it was it's a lot easier when you're trying To get attention on a parent who's, like, abusing the kid, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas in this case, it's almost coming off as, like, an overprotecting type of a thing. I don't know. Like, obviously, she's being physically abused. But to the public, like, they're not seeing that physical abuse. They're not seeing, like, the...
0: Well, and what are the cops supposed to do? Just... How do you prove that the kid's not sick? Yeah. She looks fucking sick. And that's what I'm saying. She'll yeah. tell you that she's sick. Mm-hmm. She'll tell you that what her mom's saying is the truth. Yeah. So what are they going to do?
1: But like, so we're saying about this doctor, like he's in a really shitty position yeah. where it's like, you want to call, but how's it going to get looked at? I just, I feel for him. Oh in, God, yeah, it must be terrible. In that what position.
0: And then what? What's the? There's always that small off chance that you're wrong. Yeah, and that this is a sick child, so that, no. and you're attacking her oh my grieving, God. hardworking mother who right. has sacrificed her entire life Mm-mm. to take care of this child.
1: Just insane. The whole situation.
0: So since 2001, Gypsy and her mom have been going to like these sci fi fantasy conventions. Gypsy's super into that world, mm-hmm. that sci fi fantasy dress up mm-hmm. cosplay world. Yeah. I mean, of course she is. She has no fucking life. That is her world. That's of the course. only
1: world she has.
0: So in 2001, a now adult Gypsy, like she's now over the age of 18. Yeah. Goes to one of these conventions. She finds a man who like will pay attention to her and like flirt back with her Mm -hmm. and like have like a back and forth. And she convinces him to like take her home. And he takes her back to her to his hotel room. Nothing happens with them. But Didi does. Well, actually, I'm not sure if that's true. I don't know if anything physically happens or not.
1: But according. But I do
0: know that Didi at some point finds her at the hotel and presents this man with a fake birth certificate saying that Didi or that Gypsy is a minor, which at this point, this guy is freaking the fuck out. Could you imagine? So I want to know, how did Gypsy get away? I don't know. Okay. Neither do I. I didn't read it or hear it. They just said that she ended up in a hotel room with this dude. Okay. You know, there's a lot to unpack there where this guy's concerned. He's technically not doing anything wrong because she's technically of age, even though Dee, Dee lies to him. Right. But there's the other what side What are of, you doing with this girl, dude? She looks and sounds like very young. She looks and sounds like she's very fucking sick. Right. So what? on some level, he's taking advantage of, of a very vulnerable person. Yeah. So fuck that guy. But I could, you know, technically, (laughs) legally, he didn't do anything wrong because she was of age and she wasn't sick. This is just us moms saying, fuck you. Yeah. You're taking advantage of some (laughs) poor, poor, fake, sick, sick (laughs) minor.
1: God damn.
0: So when they get back, her mom shows her all this paperwork showing her that, no, what I, what, look, the doctors are backing up what I'm saying. You are mentally incompetent. To be on your own. You cannot survive without me. You will not make it. And to punish her for her antics, she keeps her leashed or handcuffed to her bed for two weeks. Oh, fuck. Lovely. 2012. She's hanging out with her BFF, Aaliyah.
1: Real quick, what the fuck were we doing in 2012, by the way? Like, I was having
0: a second child. Okay,
1: thank you. I'm just trying to put it into perspective, like what, where we are in our lives why, while all this shit is happening. To this
0: you were blackout drunk somewhere. <laughs>
1: thank you.
0: Somewhere you were drinking.
1: <laughs> and, and you were on baby number two. And I was on
0: baby number two. Okay,
1: perfect. Thank yep. you. Okay.
0: So her BFF, Aaliyah. They're hanging out. And Aaliyah shows her how she met somebody through an online dating site. And Gypsy, who's been sneaking onto her computer, her mom's laptop or whatever at night, is like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you can meet dudes. And so she shows her how to do that. And boom, Gypsy's got a new (laughs) hobby, baby. Fuck yeah. At night, sneaking onto that computer, tippity-tapping it along. Mm -hmm. And she finally meets... The man of her dreams. The
1: love of her love.
0: <laughs> Nicholas
1: John. Go to John. Who's
0: from Wisconsin.
1: I fucking lost it. I fucking <laughs> lost it. What if you would have been from Waukesha? Has it been like three episodes in a row It might have been 17 episodes in a
0: row. It's been so many it's Wisconsin been so episodes. so many
1: fucking Wisconsins,
0: man. You could have worn your cheese hat <laughs> <I> so many <laughs> episodes in a row. I actually thought about it for uh, DD
1: thought about it oh my god i'm like where can i slip the cheese in so
0: nicholas and i didn't write down his age so do you know his age no
1: i was really relying on you for that i'm gonna say he's in his early 20s i agree with that i concur okay
0: he's a piece of work wow he's got a history of mental illness um he's possibly autistic i'm not 100 sure on that Um, that's not the mental illness i'm saying he has he's possibly autistic and he has some mental illness. Because as we all know, autism is not a mental illness. He has been busted for things like masturbating in a McDonald's for nine hours and straight. Yes. It's beautiful. Yeah. So he finds or how gypsy you, finds him.
1: How do you do that? And I think a, it's at a McDonald's for hours? He said he
0: was just scratching
1: himself. No, but, like, if you're working at that McDonald's, <laughs> I don't care if the guy's just sitting there playing video games for nine hours. You have a guy sitting at McDonald's for Bailey, nine hours. you work
0: at McDonald's.
1: Your shift's over No, yeah. five hours into it. What right. do you care? You're right.
0: leaving. I guess. I sat at a McDonald's one time for, like, many hours okay. because I had jury duty. And they one across from Martinez. Yeah, in yep, Martinez. I did
1: that, too. And there's that
0: fancy McDonald's across the street. Yeah. And I, this was back in the day when... I believe I didn't have a cell phone Uh Lou did I didn't
1: I remember reading a book I don't think I had one either
0: I read a book yeah I can even tell you which book it was I cannot and it was a long fucking book and I did jury duty and I didn't get selected. So when they like broke for lunch or whatever, they're all these jurors can just go home. Yeah. Well, Lou was planning on picking me up you had to the sit and wait of yeah. jury duty and I had no fucking phone. Mm-hmm. So I went across street to McDonald's, ordered some nuggies and sat
1: there for like three fucking hours. Yep. And no one said a shit to me. So I didn't sit there for three hours, but I did go for lunch. I read a book and I had nugs. Yeah, so you gotta get the nugs. Soulmates. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> soulmates. I love it. We're so weird.
0: And the only reason Lou found me was I saw him walking down the street because he was gonna go like do something and wait for me. And You're I was like, like, thank God! <laughs> <laughs> like, ran out of McDonald's. <laughs>
1: oh, Get me out of here!
0: Like I can't keep watching this homeless guy. you are gonna with call me. the cops on me. <laughs> So she meets Nick. I'm going to call him Nick because uh-huh. Nicholas sounds so weird. And they start this weird sexual relationship. I mean, it's just online, but it's a lot of like BDSM. Yep. He's introducing Gypsy to some really like dark shit. And she has no concept of like what normal relationships are like. So she's rolling with it. Yeah. Plus, she has a history of doing what she's told mm-hmm. and that kind of makes her the perfect submissive for oh, this yeah. dude who's on a real like bdsm power trip
1: and i mean we've talked about it before um about how when you have no experience mm-hmm. like socializing especially with boys how hey, are you to know that the way that they're treating you
0: is inappropriate mm-hmm. march 2015 <sighs> They come up with a plan to meet in person. Gypsy sends him the money to take the bus from Wisconsin to Missouri. Yes. They're going to meet at the movie theater where she has convinced her mom to go see Cinderella. I'm assuming. action. This is the live action Cinderella, which is so funny because I actually went and saw that with my mom. Of course you did. In the theater. We went and saw the live action Cinderella together. Very different relationship with my mom. Um, It was whatever it was the live action Cinderella but yeah you know we wanted to go see a movie that's what we went and saw okay
1: leave us alone is that the
0: one with Emma Watts no No. that's Beauty and the Beast oh you're right which (laughs) I also Beauty and the Beast I also went to with my mom but we brought the kids okay so we had an excuse to be there I just thought it was funny that while, and, while she was no, that's seeing this amazing. with her mom, oh, I, I was agree. also seeing this with my mom. I appreciate you
1: bringing that up in the episode. But and it honestly, mean- in
0: 2015, we might have taken Lila. Okay. Lila might have been with us as well. It yeah. might have not just been me and my mom. It might have been like a girl's day. Yeah. Okay. Because 2015. I'm judging you a little bit less. I know. Oh, yeah. 2015, Lila would have been five. So yeah. she was but, going to the movie. She probably went with us. Perfect. She wants Nick to dress up like Prince Charming mm-hmm. because, of course, Gypsy's going to be dressed as Cinderella mm-hmm. and they're going to meet at the movie theater and introduce him to her mommy and they're going to be a happy family. That's going to be everything. They do meet up. She gets away from her mom to go to the bathroom. She meets her Prince Charming. Yeah they fuck in the bathroom that's on the floor my Prince
1: Charming.
0: <laughs> that's how this girl i'm assuming loses her virginity on yeah. a
1: bathroom floor in a movie theater to be fair it was like the handicap stall like it was the suite well, of all bathrooms the deluxe oh, yeah. it's, the, right. it's the it's
0: is the vip it's the, right it's the vip bathroom mm-hmm. stall jesus but then they go back the movie ends and she introduces her mom <laughs> very casually to nick and her mom doesn't fucking take it well. You think, right? She goes. She's anywhere from like jealous to upset. She <laughs> flips out. She throws fucking tantrums. She punishes Gypsy severely. She cusses out her out and calls her a whore and a bitch and a slut. Mm-hmm. And is just acts just the way you would picture this fucking piece of shit. Good times acting. Good times. Gypsy and Nick still talk online. Yeah. And now they start planning how to get Gypsy away from her mommy. Thank you. And that's to kill the bitch.
1: Duh. That's what we do. So.
0: Ju- what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay.
2: I, I guess. Like
1: us as in we in the podshed. That's what we do. We talk about people. Killing, killing other people. Other people. <laughs> that's right. That's what we do. Uh. So
0: June 2015. Nick comes back to Missouri he shows up while Diddy... Diddy? <laughs> <laughs> P Diddy? Whoa, when not he show up? Diddy and Gypsy are at a doctor's appointment, of course. Where the fuck else would they be? It's just <laughs> doctor's appointments. Woo. Then they get home and her lazy, out of shape mom has to go take a nap because it's been a long day of faking her <laughs> daughter's illnesses at the doctor's <laughs> office. Which, by the way, I don't know if you're going to bring this up in the act, but I guess Dee is like a type 2 diabetic. Correct. And I was going
1: to ask, but I didn't want to like. Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm a type 1. Yeah. That's different. It's Correct. an autoimmune disease that I cannot control. Right. Type 2, you can. In most cases, yeah, some cases you can't, yeah. Like, there's the case of my grandma, who's technically my mom's stepmom, so we're not blood related. She's been healthy her whole life, she's been very slim her whole life, and she still got it just because she's old. Okay, so sometimes when you're old, gotcha. you just get it. Yeah, Dee Dee got it because she is not in the best shape of her life, correct? Now, a problem I have with the act, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, if I remember correctly, there's a scene. Where Dee says her blood sugar is low and she has to take her insulin. And I just want to let everyone know that is not true. Insulin lowers your blood sugar. So that would have just killed her. So that would have killed her on the spot. Yeah. If your blood sugar is low, you need to like drink some juice, right. eat some candy, yeah. something to make it a little bit higher. If your blood sugar is too high, you need to take some insulin. Okay. So I just thought that that was one little detail that they got wrong that could possibly kill somebody. <laughs>
1: well, so now I want to know your opinion then. So if she's not a diabetic in real life, how do you feel about them at just adding that to the storyline? I think she
0: might have been oh. just because I'm not mentioning it. I didn't hear about her being type 2 diabetic anywhere in the stuff that I air quote researched. It doesn't mean that she wasn't, though. It okay. just means that the two places I looked at this shit didn't mention it. Got it. I mean, the act probably got
1: it from somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I guess they could have just made it up. Because I was surprised by how significantly it did play into her role at that point. And yes. so I definitely was going to ask you.
0: I was also thinking it would be the perfect way to kill her. Oh, yeah.
1: All they have to do, all
0: she has to do is wait for her. I mean, listen. I'm We're not, not condoning <laughs> And I'm not telling y'all how to kill somebody. Yeah. But all, if they're already on insulin, all you got to do is wait for her to be asleep and give her a Extra. fucking huge dose of insulin and let that bitch ride. She, right. It'll take her out. Yeah. But, you know, what do I know? Instead, what they do is Woo-hoo. they wait for Dee Dee to take a nap. <laughs> Gypsy lets Nick in where she proceeds to hand him duct tape, gloves, and a knife And then Gypsy hides in the bathroom where she has to cover her ears so she can block out her mother's screaming as Nick goes in and proceeds to stab her mom 17 times in the back, killing her. And I believe last week, what was it? 19. 19 times. Right. But Nick's a little bit stronger than a 12-year-old girl, so he gets the job done in 17. Amen. They then proceed to go to Gypsy's room to have sex.
1: Of course.
0: So Gypsy likes to talk about how guilty she felt, and I'm sure she does. But she's also, you know, at some point she got off on this. I shouldn't say that. That's kind of fucked up, huh? But she did have sex right after her boyfriend killed her mom. So whether he forced her and controlled her into doing it, I'm not sure.
1: And it goes back and forth. So I was going to ask that as well. I don't know. She could have definitely been forced to do it. Because I think like in the HBO... They make it seem like it was acting out the whole rape fantasy because that had been included in the Facebook post. I'm getting there. Yeah.
0: They, even if she was forced or coerced to have sex after having her mother murdered, they, ho- they go to a motel for a few days. They take $4,000 worth um, in cash that her mom had, like, you know, been saving or whatever mm-hmm. um they take that from the house and then they go to a motel they spend a couple of happy days in the motel mm-hmm. they're out shopping, they're seen on security cameras going to Walmart and all these places shopping, and kind of like having a oh, little bit of a free weekend.
1: Right. I need to know did they go to a waffle house? I didn't hear anything about a waffle oh. house, but I hope they did right it was in the yeah, it was in the show I'm like then Girl. they probably did I'm like, I hope this is a significant part of the waffle house. no, but they probably did they're in the
0: no they're not in the south Missouri's the midwest
1: fuck if I know <laughs> god damn back if you're, to if you're history in Missouri, geography all this shit we learned if you're in Missouri let, let us, us know, know where you
0: are <laughs> <laughs> help, help a girl out oh my goodness Ooh. and so they eventually first of all they mail the knife back to Nick's parents house in was Wisconsin was it just the knife I'm not sure. OK. I know that they said that they for sure mailed the knife.
1: Yes. I agree. And That's then the they only... get on a
0: bus and they head back to Nick's parents' house in Wisconsin where they're just thrilled <laughs> for Nick and his girlfriend to show up, her, his bald, rotten-toothed girlfriend. Is she bald? Yeah. OK. She's still bald. Okay. Her teeth are still rotten. OK. They then post some very lewd comments onto Facebook. Oh, about something about like I killed that bitch and I like killed her and I raped her daughter and
1: like some fat pig shit. Yeah, like I yeah, I they killed get, the fat
0: pig and I raped her. Yeah, they get dirty. Gypsy claims that they posted that because she wanted to make sure that somebody would go to the house to check on them mm-hmm. and find her mother's body because mm-hmm. she felt very very she's having a lot of guilt issues. Yeah. She's happy to be free. But then she also cries all the time because she did love her mom of course her mom was her whole world obviously she had nobody outside of her mom until she met nick yeah so she's very upset but still also kind of languishing in this freedom that she's found right yeah. the neighbors read that those facebook posts get a little freaked out yeah and so they go and check on the house nobody answers the door mm-hmm. so the neighbor i believe it's alia's mom like breaks into the house yeah and looks around they end up finding dd's Dee body but gypsy's gone yeah all of her wheelchairs are still there which mm-hmm. is very concerning to them because super
1: suspicious she needs her wheelchair she yeah. can't walk she can't survive with <clears throat> without her mom yeah what is she doing without a wheelchair? Well, they think she's been kidnapped. Right. Because
0: the Facebook post said they killed the mom and raped the daughter. Mm-hmm. And now they assume that these fucking uh-uh. psychopaths have, have her. this severely sick child yeah. without any of her medication, mm-hmm. without her wheelchair, without her oxygen tank. Could you imagine? No, they go into a panic. Police, the town, everybody, a frenzy. They are freaking out. Of course. They end up tracing the IP address of the Facebook posts because these fucking dumbasses posted it from Nick's parents' house. They follow the address back to his parents' house in Wisconsin. They show up. They arrest Nick and Gypsy. And boom, Gypsy confesses to everything.
1: I need to know how dramatic was the arrest. No idea. idea?
0: The only thing I can picture is the act. Okay. No one said anything about how dramatic it was. The only thing I heard right? was they showed up. They yeah. got arrested. Gypsy confessed. Okay. What I have in my head for the arrest is the scene in the act. Yeah. But the podcast I listened to, the article I read, they kept it pretty brief. Okay. I haven't looked at my notes in a long time. Hold on. So they search the house, right? They find all kinds of red flags. First of all, the house is in like. It's like a hoarder lives there. Like, it's a fucking mess. Yep. It's a pigsty. Yeah. Except for the huge, vast medication cabinet. Mm. Pristine. Pristine. <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> Alpha, organized. Yeah, right. Alphabetized. <laughs> and the police detective, whoever saw that, and knew immediately something was wrong. He was like, mm, this seems off. Mm-hmm. They also find... Uh, fake birth certificate multiple fake birth certificates so which one right they find paperwork that dd Dee Dee had been filling out to various charities to get okay. more shit for her and gypsy okay and they find all of the old medical records in total she took gypsy rose to see 150 different doctors over the years When Gypsy talks about this time in her life, she talks about the abuse and she talks about the way her mom was really in control of her whole life. The other thing to remember is like how heavily medicated gypsy was so even though there was nothing technically wrong with her her mom had her on such a cocktail of
1: meds like we discussed more medication than actual nutrition than real fucking food because she was only allowed whatever her mom pumped into that fucking tube yeah and she didn't have a clue what it was half the time so half the time she's out of it anyways yeah
0: they also said that the the, the reoccurring theme in all the medical records is that Gypsy never spoke at doctor's appointments. No. Not fucking once. Insane. The mom. It's all like the mom reported. The mom says. The mom claims. Blah, 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 blah. It's what? always the mom talking. Have
1: you ever had a doctor that would allow that? Um, Because I won't like I kind of am I, that mom. Oh, where I'm like just overwhelming at the doctor's appointment yeah my pediatrician is very respectfully just like you need to sit the fuck down yeah we're just just different people b i've never been there yeah no And she's just like just let this happen (laughs) see i'm more of like
0: hey the kid says that they don't feel good their stomach hurts they puked once i don't know and then i sit back and i let the doctor do whatever they want to do mm-hmm yeah,
1: no, I don't care. No, I'm the one that like goes in with notes. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We're we're different
0: people. That's why we work so but, well. No,
1: and I, but that's why I picked my pediatrician. Yeah.
0: Immediately
1: I knew that she was the type of person that will was check gonna you. absolutely. And that I could respect and that we could get along and that it would be
0: I love my kids' pediatrician. It's actually my favorite pediatrician they've ever had. Since we moved up here, they've had this pediatrician. And I don't want it to ever change because I absolutely love him. Yeah. He is my favorite hands down. Amazing. they've ever had. But now Lila's like turning Too into old. a teenager. And I think she might, and I might need to find her like a female yeah. doctor. Because it's just going to be less awkward for her. Yeah. But it sucks because I love him. Yeah, He's the best. Ugh. But he's also like me. He's very laid back. He's got a very laid back, chill but style.
1: Regardless, I don't think I've ever met a medical professional that's so... Yeah, just but like- you have to
0: understand, like,
1: how hard
0: and fast she's coming at these
1: people. Okay. And like you had said, you had pointed out that she had a little bit of medical... She, kn- like, she knows all the speak, all, all the I jargon. Which I was completely unaware of.
0: And... She's presenting them with a seemingly, Facts. no, but I'm going to say yeah, a very right. like sick looking child. Oh, true. Yeah. It's not like she's bringing in a healthy looking kid right. and being like, this is
1: wrong. And, and this is wrong. And this is wrong. She's bringing shoving in, all these forged documents in their and, faces. Like, look at these. Yeah, yeah. Forged
0: documents, a very small, underfed, mm-hmm. no. sickly looking child. I, get
1: it. I know. It, oh, God.
0: Gypsy Rose pleads guilty to second-degree murder, and on July 16th, she is sentenced to a 10-year sentence. She claims that Nick was controlling her, that it was all his idea, and that she had been, like, brainwashed her whole life Really? to go along with things, <gasps> that she doesn't hold any ill will towards him, but that's what she claims. Wow. Nick. Wow. Claims that Gypsy planned every single thing up until the point that he stabbed her mom. He claims that Gypsy put that knife in his hand and said and did all the things to make him take that knife and kill her mom. You've
1: got me really surprised by this.
0: Yes. So they definitely kind of turned the stories on each other. He is found guilty of first-degree murder, and he is sentenced to life in prison.
1: Which fucking kills me.
0: So there, obviously, they no longer speak. He does say that he did what he did because he loved Gypsy, and they had been planning a life together, and that was the only way that they could see to, like, get that life started. So Gypsy Rose Blanchard, I would assume with good behavior, will be out within the next few years. And uh, I don't know about Nick, but there you go. That is the case of Gypsy Rose Blanchard and her fucked
1: up mom. But what you think? You surprised me with a lot Ooh, of stuff. Ooh, girl, I'm trying. Which was great because when we had gotten into the shed earlier, <clears throat> when we were talking without you friends.
0: That's right, our private conversations.
1: You told me that you had not only watched the HBO documentary, but also the act. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because that's all I have to cover. Yeah. I I could not for the life of me find that fucking Lifetime movie. I bet it's so good. I know. I bet it's so good. I fucking know. (laughs) I did find a podcast about it, but I didn't have time to listen to it. Maybe I still will because I wanted to... Watch that fucking Lifetime movie so bad. It's a
0: podcast about the Lifetime movie? Yes. Fantastic. Is it a podcast about all Lifetime movies? Yes. Yeah. I actually know which one you're talking
1: about. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was disappointing to say the least. I watched the HBO documentary while I was at work for my three days. Mm -hmm. And then I think I talked to you, what, Friday when I found the act? Yes. And I was so excited. Um, and I'm so, and
0: I'm surprised you watch it because it's a mini series.
1: It's eight episodes. Yeah. It's so long. So I obviously cut out like the little chunk in the beginning and the end. That's just bullshit. Uh-huh. Right? It's like recaps and whatnot. And because I had watched the documentary, I was able to cut through some of the stuff. Right. Right. Um, but the best part was because it was Friday, your landlord, my friend, our friend, Cherie, Was Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. I made her watch the last episode with me. Nice. And had she heard of Gypsy Rose (laughs) before? She knows nothing. She comes into this. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, come sit. Get high with me. I'm about to watch the last episode of this series. And she's like, oh, is it like a real housewife? Oh, yeah. We're going to have a great time. I'm like, no, bitch. (laughs) Fucking buckle in. That's so funny. It was so great. So, Great, let's get into it. Which one are you starting with? Okay, because, I mean, I'm sure you remember how similar they are. Yes. And obviously, you've just gone through the whole story. I'm not going to do it two more times. Okay, so do you want to just give us a rating for Mommy, Dead, and Dearest? Not only that, I did full notes for the documentary, full notes for the show, and then just today intertwined both of them.
0: I will say, when I went over yesterday with, like you said, Cherie was over there. I went over there to talk to her about something. She was drinking. She was drinking like a spiked kombucha or something. Like, yeah, like a
1: hibiscus, whatever. And
0: yeah. I looked over, because B normally does this stuff at work. But you had had a few days off of work. You the whole a table. You took a very long weekend. So her entire dining room table, I yeah. saw it, was spread yeah. out with notes. And you were just writing by hand, which yeah. you would normally type. Correct. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're getting into a new lane here. Yeah. Like be doing this from home. Yeah.
1: And so because I did it on the table, the fucking cat. God damn it, <laughs> Melissa. Melissa.
0: Just because it's your birthday
1: weekend doesn't mean you can act a fool. She, like, gets her face covered in water and then, like, rolled around and <laughs> everything. I'm like, oh, my fucking Lord Jesus. And Violet's like, why are you writing? What are you writing? Why are you right? writing? What are you doing? Seen me write are before. we pilgrims? Right? What's happening? Right? She's like, what? what's a pen? That's so funny. Right? Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, I did. I typed out probably like 8 pages of notes for the documentary. Mhm. And then I did a handwritten note like bullet points as you watched, yeah. Each episode and then I combined. Great. Yeah.
0: So we're not going to do one and then the other. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a combo. Mhm. Fantastic. Let's do it. Here. Give me a Seltzer first. Yeah. Cuz I didn't want to do
1: that. Cuz like we've talked
0: about the documentary thing is a hard cuz I
1: just talked about it. Exactly. Mhm. Okay. So I also really liked the titles that they gave each episode for the Hulu series. Okay. So the first episode, La Maison d'un Bon Reve, Because it's in Louisiana, yes. so it's like Creole. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And Joey King, like was in our last episode, is our gypsy, Gypsy Rose. Real quick, what's she better in? The act or Slenderman? The act. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Hands down. Yeah. Patricia Arquette, Yas queen is our D.D. Dee Dee. Love it. Chloe Suba Doo Badoo, love her. <laughs> right. I love Chloe Suba Doo Badoo Badoo Badoo. Her name at this point, Savini. Savini, yeah, right. Is our neighbor, which you cleared up for me. I thought these were fictitious people because they were not mentioned in the documentary at all. Nope, they're real. So I thought that they were just like random people. But Aaliyah is
0: definitely a real person. And let me just say, I love how white and Midwestern Aaliyah is spelled. Because yeah. when I hear Aaliyah, I think of my favorite. Like
1: an favorite... Or a... No,
0: no, no. My favorite singer, which is A-A-L-I-Y-A. Okay. And that's the Aaliyah that I love and <coughs> worship. And right. I wore my hair like her all through high school. But this is A-L-E-A-H. Uh, uh leah, leah. Okay. <laughs> i just thought that was so funny Amazing. i'm like that is the most midwestern white spelling of I Like
1: how you're sticking with the midwestern t- also you're i'm pretty re- sure I missouri's in the midwest so I'm,
0: just- I'm pretty sure i can name i told you this before i can fill out a blank map of the yeah, united the states, states right. so i am 99 sure it's did midwest. they just make dc its own state I think so. I don't know. Now I have to learn where that right? state is. Oh, God. That, I still can't. I can barely remember Hawaii. That <laughs> that side of the of the country is so fucking hard. Once you start getting into, like, the little Connecticut and which one's Vermont,
1: which one's mm-hmm. the other one, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. who knows?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyways. Um, and then there were also, like, another handful of actors here and there where I was like, oh, I recognize those faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we start June 14th, 2015, 5.06 p.m. Neighbors calling police due to the Facebook post. Yes. Right. <clears throat> Mel and daughter Lacey. Ooh, change the names. Mm-hmm, both close to the family trying to get into the house. And we do see mom Mel get into the house, but we never see her actually find the body. Okay. Okay. Thought that was interesting. And obviously, they're most concerned about Gypsy. And real quick, in all fairness, I didn't fucking
0: say it. I don't think that whoever broke into the house, if it's Aaliyah's mom or a different neighbor, I don't think she technically found Deedee. I think she
1: figured out something was fucked up. By the time she got in the house, she knew. She called the cops and then the cops found Didi which is brilliant because she is quite the badass in the show so I would because immediately when she broke in I'm like bitch what are you doing what if there's a dead body like you don't want to leave your shit around and I think she figured that out real quick and got the fuck out she is definitely more of a one
0: of us type of mom yeah just like we are not I mean forget the Munchausen stuff if if Dee was like a mom who was just like sincerely taking care of a sick kid she still wouldn't be like our type of mom. Mm-hmm. She's very, like, controlling and babying, and like, I don't know. The whole her whole thing gives me a bad taste in my mouth. Absolutely. Besides the
1: Munchausen, Mel she's not my type. And of person. Lacey, they obviously bicker, they fight or whatever, but there's much more of a mutual respect. Yeah. A friendship. Mel is definitely much more our type of mom. Absolutely. So yeah, once cool, she's in mom. that house, she looks around, sees the hoarder, and was just like, mm, no. Nope. I'm getting the fuck out of yep, here. This is bad news bears. So again, 5.06 PM, this is when that's going on. It's 9 PM when the cops show up in the show. I like how detailed they were with the times. Yeah. I figured I might as well note it. Yeah, it's probably true if, okay. if they went through that much effort. That's the point when they at least get access to the house okay right so maybe they got there sooner but they needed whatever i don't Mm -hmm. fucking know okay that's when they enter and it really it doesn't take long before you look around and you see the fucking toys and garbage or whatever yeah and again i was gonna ask so like do you think that was due to her getting diabetes like that no i think she's a lazy piece of shit yeah
0: i just do right
1: she just seems
0: that way yeah
1: okay and so, um, they find her body in the bed that she shares with her fucking daughter. Now that's interesting because, by all reports, Gypsy had her own room. Yeah, she has her own room, but they shared a bed. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, she because she wanted to know where Gypsy was at all times. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's real or not, but yes, but it's it, crazy. it's even noted in the show. Um, like she does have her own room, but. That's not the case. And blankets are covered um, over the body. So all these assholes just fucking love their creative editing and just want to jump back and forth in time.
0: Like that microphone's jumping back and forth in front of your face. Jumping
1: back and (laughs) forth in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I fucking hate it. So I'm kind of creating my own timeline and all that. Because the- you are not having their timeline. No, it really it just it kills me. Okay. I'm not gonna go back and forth if I can avoid it. So this is when it's like seven years earlier. Oh. Well at least they tell you. I know. It's and-
0: really bad when they don't tell you and they just expect you to keep
1: up. And I so I also found it interesting. So here we are in the Hulu series opening on the day that the cops are showing up, right? Mm -hmm. The day that the neighbors are finding out what's going on. Mm -hmm. The HBO documentary opened with Gypsy in custody. Mm -hmm. Already, like, we're looking at the camera footage of her being questioned. Okay. Thought that was interesting. So, Dee Dee and Gypsy are doing an interview About the new house that Habitat for Humanity built for them—that god
0: awful pink house—I wanted to ask if that was real. Not only was it real, B, but let me tell you from the podcast I listened to, they even got the the producers of the act got the specific floor plans Mm -hmm. of that house, Mm -hmm. and they recreated it from. Floor From the
1: tractor tire garden yeah. thing in the they front yard. They recreated the whole porch. thing. The yeah. color
0: everything.
1: Oh. Oh my God. It's everything. Yep. They Love recreated it. it. So, so what
0: you're seeing is exactly what
1: their house looked like. So good. So of course throughout the whole interview Dee Dee's very controlling. The arm around Gypsy. The hand holding. All of that shit. So at this point with the Habitat for Humanity I'm Doing the math. She's already 17 years old. Yeah. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. After the interview, immediately she looks and she's like, did I do good, mama? Mm. Right? Just immediately, right off the bat. They move into this house and she sees the girl across the street. Like it's in direct view. If she's sitting on the couch in her living room, it's the direct view across. And she's seeing like a beautiful, healthy teenage girl. A seven, a 16 year old, 17 year old girl. Exactly. Being sassy, kind of a bitch. Everything that you should be. Yes. Amen. 16, 17 years old. Right. This is her direct view when she looks outside of her prison cell of a home. Totally. Is this girl, Lacey, who's a sweetheart. Yeah. Who immediately is like, mom, the neighbors just moved in. Like, let's go. And mom's like, I don't have fucking time. <laughs> I know. <it's> <laughs> so <laughs> funny. The mom's all, fuck that. I like, I don't got fucking time for that shit. And so she goes over. And the first thing she does is offers to do Gypsy's makeup, mm-hmm. which I was surprised That Dee Dee would even allow her to do. But of course, they're putting on like this show, right? They just moved into the neighborhood. Right. They got to make nice. Right. And it's one
0: of those things where it's like, choose your battles. Mm -hmm. If you say yes to this, which in the end, in the long run, is going to not do any harm, then you seem like a cooler mom. Of course. Like, oh, you're giving her some freedom. You're letting her do this, that, and the other. And at the end of the day, it's not really doing any harm.
1: So... Besides that, Didi Dee Dee, of course is hovering the whole time. Yeah, but it works. It works out because the girls bond over the fact that their fathers abandoned them. Oh yeah, great. Right, Lacey doesn't have a dad. Gypsy clearly doesn't have a dad, which pissed me off. Right. We'll get to that later. Okay. So Didi's Dee like, okay, this is fine. They're talking shit about dads. They're doing perfect. Great. Yeah, it's it's working out for her. And as soon as Lacey leaves, the makeup comes off. So it's like, what exactly like you said, what's the harm? No harm. hmm That night, Dee Dee helps herself to some of Gypsy's medications. Delicious. Right? And um, they go to sleep in their shared bed. And that's when we see as soon as Dee Dee falls asleep, Gypsy gets out of bed. Mm-hmm and stretches out all those fucking muscles yep. and bones and everything that have been stuck in that fucking wheelchair all this time, right? She knows at this point that she can walk. Yep. And she walks her happy ass out to the kitchen to eat all the food that she knows her mom won't let her have yes because queen. she's allergic to everything on the planet doesn't stop didi Dee Dee from buying all the cookies and ice cream oh and- the house is full of soda and desserts yeah and everything they eat- all the shit that a type 2 diabetic should not be eating yeah uh, at one point she ended up blending pizza into her feeding tube or whatever because it was like fun girls night disgusting right awesome and Fun
0: yeah. God damn it. Right. Fun girls night and we're gonna blend pizza into a feeding tube. How about you just give me the fucking PD assure and leave me the fuck alone? I can't. Before you blend pizza
1: up, bitch. Uh-huh. Disgusting. Like I think Gypsy was even like, it always makes you feel better, mama. Uh-huh. Right? I hate it. Yeah. And I will say
0: Joey King killed it. Kills it. Killed it. Kills oh it. Oh, my God. She nails it. Whoo! She got that. The voice. Perfect. Mannerisms. Facial expressions. That's why when you ask, like, in comparison to yeah. in The Slenderman. Well, in all fairness, uh, I never saw her in The Slenderman. What if it's, like, an amazing <laughs>
1: role? <laughs>
0: But no, I know for a fact that she oh. absolutely nails Woo. Gypsy Rose yeah. in the act.
1: Well, so I'm hoping she got some kind of accolade for this, like some kind of. I don't know. You should. Don't you? The follow? movie is
0: your side of the podcast. Yeah. How would I know? I,
1: I don't know. All right. Follow that kind of stuff. Let us
0: know in the comments, guys. Right. <laughs> we appreciate
1: King. you, Joey. <laughs>
0: we love it. You did a great job. So,
1: yeah. So Probably that's like it. an Emmy or something, right? I would. I don't know. I'll look it up right? when you talk. So that's the first episode. Beautiful. Okay. And I love how, even in the way that you described the whole thing, like you can almost see chapters to a book, like the way that the whole thing is just kind of blocked out. Yes. Right. So this one, episode two, teeth. Ew. And I've got a little exclamation point because this episode fucking gutted me. Yeah. It's so graphic. Yeah. There's so much spit. Uh, (laughs) I know. I I was
0: even nervous about saying salivary glands around you. Because I thought even that was going to be Mm -mm. too much for you to handle. Mm -mm. B, if you guys have not been listening to our past 39 episodes, has a real problem with saliva spit, especially loogies. Hawk and loogies, spitting. Mm -mm.
1: No. So we've got 2009... Gypsy, of course, wins an award, which would be the American Cancer Association that Mm -hmm. is referenced at the very beginning of the HBO special. And um, Gypsy doesn't want to go because she doesn't have fucking teeth. Right. Right. She's super embarrassed. Real quick, I do not know if she won these, but she is definitely
0: at least nominated for an Emmy, a Critics' Choice Television Award, a Golden Globe Award, a Satellite Award, and a Screen Actors Guild Award. There we go. I don't know how many of those she won. Okay, but but she's out there. She's out there, and I'm sure she probably
1: won at least one of Of them or two of them. So in the HB... No. So in the Hulu series... It seems as if the teeth are rotting out because she keeps sneaking all the junk food at night. Right. Not because of the copious amounts of medication. Correct.
0: And the podcast guys had a good point of Dee Dee's probably also not taking her to a dentist.
1: Oh uh, No, and that is pointed out in the series. And yeah, I obviously. forgot to mention, yeah.
0: and I had it written down and I just skipped over it because I wasn't reading my notes. She pulls her out of school at least in the second grade, what some people even theorize as young as kindergarten because she's too sick to go to school. Yes. And she has to be homeschooled. So she's away from anybody. She's totally cut off from the world. She doesn't go to school. She's probably not going to the dentist. Anything that's not absolutely necessary, which is doctor's appointments and fucking charity appearances, she's cut off from. Correct.
1: Absolutely. So it could also just be... Oh, and these Comic-Con type events. Right. But yeah. But other than that. Because her
0: mom's so cool and mm-hmm. so giving.
1: Absolutely. Um. So yeah, according to Hulu, it's like more so like the junk food that she's sneaking in at night. Obviously, we know it's more than that.
0: Yeah, dude. You know how much junk food I've ate in my life and my teeth are fine. Yeah. But <laughs> when she pulls her own fucking teeth out listen that's always my hard line in the sand oh
1: my god yours is spit mine is teeth and nails when she's pulling her fucking teeth out but of course didi knows exactly why gypsy's teeth are falling out
0: oh why Acid reflux. Oh, obviously. Obviously, there's
1: severe acid reflux. There is sure. an underlying reason to everything. Of course. And as you discuss, Doctor doo. Well, and in the act, it's a woman, isn't it? Correct, and she's phenomenal. Yeah, but yeah. So the real doctor. This is the first time, right, that Dee Dee kind of fucks up because mm. she gets this gastroenterologist, whatever. <laughs> And he's like, or she's like, no. So she's not a neurologist. She's
0: a A stomach doctor because of the acid reflux. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. And she's like, I'm pretty sure that she doesn't need the feeding tube. Right. Or at, at least at some point, like, it's not something you'll need your whole life. Right. At the very least. And Dee Dee's not having it. She's right. just like, so uh, that's why she's like, fuck it. If you're not going to help me, I'll take her to a dentist. Oh, okay. That's where the line is drawn. Okay. Basically, it's like, all right. Not only that. So once this doctor's tipped off, this doctor also calls CPS. Okay. Right. She's on it. Mm-hmm. So when Child Protective Services gets to the house, DD sees... As soon as they roll up and immediately drugs Gypsy, like sedates her. Uh huh. Right? Gives her just enough medication that she can kind of communicate, she's but play the part a of, little lucid, but she's out of it. hmm. Right? She's barely hanging on. So, at the end of the visit, while. The person checking out the house does kind of know that the mom's a little overbearing. (laughs) To say the least. Yeah, she's like, everything seems to be in order. There's no red flags of any kind. (laughs) Okay. Right? We're not at hoarder status at this point. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, because the doctor's up her ass, CPS, everything, we're at the dentist. If the teeth don't have to be completely removed, They're covered in the ugliest silver, what, caps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possible. Yeah. Like, just the worst Mm -hmm. case scenario. This poor teenage girl. Jesus Christ. And she goes into this scene not knowing the extent that they're going to be removing all these teeth. Right? Could you imagine? She's sobbing. Yes. As they knock her ass out right oh my God. and when she wakes up in her own bed mouth puffy and th- throbbing yeah and goes to look at her bloody nerve ending Stop it.
0: why are you doing this to me gummy
1: you're the worst smile mm. all these teeth missing i know and these fucking metal teeth replacing what was there so wait she got metal teeth and inst- no the- like what i am like the silver caps yeah. right like you look like you're a fucking robot at this I point
0: know. poor thing
1: devastating the worst devastating losing my teeth is one of my biggest fears
0: oh my god
1: so i'm just like i'm cringing
0: i'd rather you take one of my fingers or one of my toes before Whatever, you take my, my teeth. teeth
1: okay so she's refusing to go to this fucking cancer award mm-hmm. because she has this mutant smile mm-hmm. but the mom wants the money Didi Dee Dee wants course. that fucking check Need that paycheck baby i want that fucking bread so she gets what gypsy dentures yeah, a retainer, something like that. I don't fucking know. The real gypsy had something like that too. Exactly, yeah. right? That gives her enough confidence that she can go out on stage and put on the whole fucking charade. I right. would
0: love to know what Didi's Dee end game was. Yeah, what's the end game? Right? What you do we do? Do, yeah. do we keep upping the ante until mm-hmm. we
1: kill our kid? Mm-hmm. You have to kill her. Or we just keep her sick forever. So when I get we're going to get there because okay. I do. I absolutely come to that point where I'm like, where is our ending point? Mm-hmm. So now that Gypsy has working teeth, Great. somehow fucking sneaky doctor convinces them to come back. I don't know how she offers like a free service. Mm. She offers like, oh, all you do- can't pass up anything. That's no, free. anything that's free. Exactly. That's absolutely how she draws her in. Like, I'm going to do all this shit for free. Uh-huh. Okay. And that's how she gets to separate Didi from Gypsy just long enough to be like, "Hey, you got teeth now. Awesome, because you can fucking eat. Yeah, you are not allergic to these foods. Right. Here's a Coke. Yes, Queen. Take a sip, please. I'm a doctor. It's okay. If something happens, I'm fucking here. I'm here. I'm trained. Right. We have a whole staff of people. You have teeth now we can take the tube out you're perfectly capable of doing these things and now at this
0: point gypsy also knows that correct because she's been doing it she's been doing it yeah so this is her almost like finally giving in and like asking for help
1: but it's so it's so intimidating yeah like could you've been living this lie oh, you're terrified your whole life she literally she freezes yeah she doesn't know how to react. It's She doesn't say yes. She doesn't say no. She doesn't do anything. Yeah. She just fucking sits there like, oh, my God, you're confirming everything I've been trying to convince myself of. Right. This could be my chance. And she fucking blows it.
0: Yeah. It's a lot, though. It's a lot of psychological. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying layers. like it's not like
1: a fault thing, but like, no, that's I know it. she just because mom freezes come, mom. Barges in at this point. Mm-hmm. It's over. There's no there's no second chance.
0: So in real life, it was a male neurologist who got her to stand up from her chair yeah. and hold on her own weight and take a few steps. In the movie or in the miniseries, it's a female
1: gastrologist who tries to get her to drink a Coke. Because it doesn't matter if you convince yourself of something. Right. To have a doctor back you up that's gonna put you in such a fucking shock right like yes you've been convincing yourself of this of all this time like you've known this somehow but now you really know it like it's fact like it that would fuck you up it's so So crazy I, mm -hmm, i get it like i get her freezing right and not knowing what to do
0: well and also this whole time she's had her mom controlling everything
1: that she says every way that she reacts and also the fear like so again it's not that she hates her mom she resents her obviously so then yeah you do you narc you're like yeah i can do these things what happens to your mom and then that's on you right or Nothing happens and then you get severely
0: punished for trying to. I mean,
1: it's a lose lose. It's oh, it's so bad. All right. So, anyways, (laughs) any all the episode ends with it's 12 10 a.m. Okay. On June 15th, 2015, right? So it's still the same, whatever, but the next day. and Lacey tips the cops off to Gypsy's hidden online accounts. Right. And that's she, true in real life. Where she
0: chats with the boy. That is true in real life. Aaliyah tells the cops, look, this is what she's been up to.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Episode three. Want to make it a game? You want to guess the name? The, I'll, <sighs> I'll give you a clue. This is where they go to the Comic-Con type thing. I have no idea, B Two... Wolverines. I would have never <laughs> guessed that at all. Never.
0: Not in a uh, trillion years. Wolverine. I mean, Wolverine's pretty hot.
1: It's 2011. Perfect. So, real aged Gypsy is like in her, she's like 20. Yeah. 1920. Mm-hmm. Mom is passing her off as 15, mm-hmm. but getting her into the event based on the age that she's like 12. All right. Right. Because she doesn't want to pay. Of course. OK. So let's just really paint that picture for you. Gypsy is this Disney princess fairy tale PG Cinderella. Right. Mm hmm. That's what she's dressed as. But Gypsy herself it is horny as fuck is admiring all the things fucking slutty sirens yeah right all the girls we at love the to event see it. in their fucking cosplay just living their sex fantasies yes right and gypsy is just like hormones raging watching these girls like hawks just like obsessed with these yeah girls, yeah, yeah totally right and because of um the neighbors or whatever someone's at the event and they were able to distract gypsy's mom long enough that gypsy's able to get away mm-hmm. to meet Wolverine
0: wheeled fiercely away. Mm-hmm. I always love when she like, like puts oh, on afterburners bucket. when yeah. she's like wheeling mm-hmm. really fast.
1: Book it for sure. Okay. So she and this Wolverine spark up this conversation about, you know, their characters versus their real life. Blah, 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 blah. She tells him that she's 18. Uh Uh-huh. Right? And she's basically love at first sight, like ready to run away with this. Oh,
0: anybody who's going to give her a second glance at this point.
1: Yeah. Okay. And so I got confused. So in HBO... the documentary they noted that she ran away right yes but you said specifically like this one time like it was a comic-con event like she goes back to this guy's hotel is that the same thing or were those two separate occasions i think there
0: is something about her also running away i think they're two separate separate occasions occasions. yeah but no the comic-con she does end up with the dude
1: yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm She also tries to run away at some okay. point. So I feel like the Hulu kind of blends them in. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um. So just as um. Gypsy and Wolverine are like ex- exchanging numbers or whatever because she's got this burner phone, Dee mm-hmm. Dee finds her, whisks her away. How does Dee Dee find her? Because I never got Always that part. Always. She hovers. Like, she's a fucking hawk. She always But how does finds she know about this dude's hotel room? No, no, no. We're not at the hotel room. We're still at Comic-Con. Oh. They're just, like... They just bumped into each other. Just They just met. They're exchanging numbers. I'm okay. just asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So, they're still at Comic-Con. She's distracted and then realizes Gypsy's gone. Yeah. And she's, like, swoops in. Okay. Right? So, Gypsy steals money. hmm Right? So, she's got this burner phone. Okay and they're communicating. Got it. Right? So in the Hulu series, it's not the same time. It's different. And she runs away to meet up with him. Correct. Okay. He gets in a bar fight. Okay. And ends up in the ER. Okay. So she goes to the ER to rescue him, basically, like what? take care of him. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he had sent her a red wig because I don't know the movies well enough to know who's Wolverine's love interest. Phoenix. No. Well, okay. Sorry.
0: Jean Grey. Yes. Thank you. But Jean Grey turns into the Phoenix. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Don't worry. X-Men's my shit, girl. They, That's no, my I know, favorite. That's what I'm saying. So I just, I know it's Jean Grey in the movie. Jean Grey starts off as like a scientist. Yeah. She turns into the Phoenix. The most powerful mutant to ever exist in the X-Men world.
1: So she's got the wig on. She steals like probably clothes from her mom. I don't fucking know. I like, hope not. Her mom wears they're like. They're really adult clothes that she's wearing. I know, but her mom wears like floral muumus and her mom's Jean a vests. hoarder. Maybe her mom has clothes from like back in the day. They're definitely not like 12-year-old girl clothes yeah i mean i guess she could have her mom was an ex like beauty pageant that's the like, discrepancy uh, blah, 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 blah. that's a discrepancy i have with the show because where'd she get these
0: clothes mm-hmm. from i don't know dude because the mom that we know gypsy's mom that we know the dd Dee Dee blanchard that we know is like a lot of long sleeve floral prints a lot of like was like, jean, like, denim vest dresses. That, no, like, these are,
1: like, working girl clothes. I know, but that's yeah. what I'm saying.
0: The one, the dd we know is, like, overweight, permed hair, short hair, the, like, art teacher denim dresses with the pockets. Then
1: let's assume with the money she's stealing from her mom, she's also buying clothes.
0: But I was going to say the Dee that we started off with uh, was her name, Claudine. Yeah. The one who snags the 17-year-old yeah. Rod Was a beauty pageant queen. She was a southern belle. She was a beauty pageant girl. So it could be left over from that world. Okay. But at some point when she decides to be this over caring (laughs) mother of a sick child, she starts dressing and acting that part of that very like conservative, you know, Christian mother.
1: Which I'm all for.
0: Give me a give me a seltzer.
1: Oh, I, was like, no, I don't what? want a joint. <laughs> like,
0: this is not our 420 episode. I'm smoking episode. weed and you're like, give me an I'm like,
1: okay, sure.
0: Listen to our 420 extravaganza a couple episodes ago. There you go. That's my uh, old episode plug.
1: Drink, bitches. Hey. All right. Keep going, B. I'm going. Where am I? I don't know. I know. Okay. mean <laughs> who's. So, yeah, he's at the ER. She mm-hmm. goes to what a shit show yeah save the day immediately upon arrival homeboy notes what are you like 12 he's like you look really fucking young but he saw her at comic-con right she was in like dress up yeah as a disney princess asshole i know but still (laughs) And so they go back to his place, and she's very much playing the mom role. Like, she really wants to take care of him. It's the only thing she knows. Mm-hmm. All she
0: has to base being a woman on is what her mom's done, and, and that's to
1: care for sick people. And there's this really cringy make-out scene. Oh, man. Yeah. And and she has no idea how to kiss. And Dee Dee shows up. Yeah. And does exactly what you said, like, you're about to fuck a 14-year-old, like, how dare you, makes mm. the guy feel like a complete pedophile. Yeah. And isn't he also, like, kind of still fucked up from the ER? Oh, he's... He's, like, on pills to and shit. stuff. Yeah, like, he's... uh uh-huh, he's out of it. So he's
0: also, like, on pain meds. Oh, yeah. In all fairness to this dude.
1: Yeah. And so he's just like, oh, my God. like What's right. happening? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Could you imagine? So while Gypsy's like, no, don't let her take me. He's like, no, you got to fucking go, bro. Bye, bitch. I don't blame him at all. No, Bye. Not at all. So that's why it's like it sucks so hard to be this poor girl. Uh, right. All right. Hold on. While I go to pour my drink, I'm going to spill something. Okay. So even though Gypsy's old enough to know and understand that she can walk, Mm -hmm. she can clearly eat on her own, Mm -hmm. she's smart enough to run away, Mm -hmm. right? But she also knows that she's not going to be able to convince anyone of her word over her mom's. And this is clearly a sign of that right here and now. Okay. She's like, no, bro. Like, I'm good. You saw me at the convention in a wheelchair. I'm here walking. Right. Like, I'm telling you I'm an adult. And you still don't believe me. And you're still going to believe that I'm I'm 14 years old and tell me to go home with my mom. Right. So she's like, what the fuck am I going to do? On paper, I am like seven years old. Right. (sighs) Right. Like mentally. Right. Right. Physically, 12 to 15, depending. And it just sucks because
0: that that guy's going to try to get out of there as fast as he can because any chance that he's fucking a minor oh, is going to scare him out. away. Yeah. But it does make you feel like if she would have just, instead of running to that guy's hotel room, ran to a police station and got up out of that wheelchair and was like, here's what's going on. Maybe, possibly, but I also understand that she is a victim of abuse and she's very fucking scared.
1: That's a lose lose. Yeah, that's the worst case scenario. It's a, it's another Eileen Wornos. So there you go. Drink to that. Eileen <laughs> Wornos. Well, just like literally, like handed the worst fucking the worst exact... hand possible. Yeah. What yeah. do you expect from someone like that? Same thing. Handed the worst. Fucking possible fate. Yeah. What's going to happen? Right. It's not going to be great. Right. You really limited their choices. So there you go. Drink to that. Eileen Wuornos. Motherfuckers. That's right. Anyways. All right. So yeah. On paper, she can't do shit. So who's she going to convince? At this point, Dee Dee is starting to show the physical abuse, which is mostly like strangling whoa strangling yeah hitting <sighs> that feels harsh strangling feels really bad and then the the tying of to her bed yeah right that's the most and then um in the hbo series they even noted like one time when she smashed the computer and the burner phone, yes that she, definitely happens as a punishment she's like bitch you're gonna be next Like, I'm going to smash you fucking neck. Yeah, I think she threatens to do the same thing to her fingers. Mm -hmm. So in this episode, Gypsy does ask about her dad, which I already mentioned earlier. I think they did him dirty in the Hulu series. Um, HBO, they kind of go over how he's like this dumb teenager. Do they
0: interview him for HBO?
1: Yes. Oh, he's a lot in the HBO. Okay. Yeah,
0: that's right. And he they also interview him for like ABC News. He's they in the HBO
1: documentary a lot, which is why I feel that they did him dirty in the Hulu. Right. Because they don't make him present at all. Right. They do show that he is paying child support. Okay. Okay. And he does call on what he believes to be her 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. Dee obviously isn't going to allow him to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you really want to remind her that her days are coming to an end. Oh my god, bitch! Mm-hmm. Dramatic. And then I'll mention him again later, but he's obviously he tried harder than that. He he. Oh yeah, in real life, exactly. He,
0: he was really trying. Him right. and his wife, his and, new and wife, he's were really trying. My
1: he and the step mom. In the HBO documentary are my favorite. Yeah. And that's why I felt they did him dirty. They are very cool people. In the whole. They are cool down to earth. And he was trying. Right. So she's starting to ask about her dad a little bit. And um, so in the HBO series, they do note that Rob mentions that Dee Dee made him out to be the big bad wolf. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's funny. Uh Uh-oh. That it's in this episode about the Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Right? I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay. Like, I'm just trying to tie that together, right? Okay. Like, Dee, Dee built... Who are the two Wolverines? Well, obviously, the one guy was dressed as Wolverine. Right. That she met. That's a... So, I I think her dad. The second Wolverine. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The two... Yeah. So, that's why I, I did. I liked that connection. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um. And then anytime family or friends would get too close to figuring out the truth, Dee Dee's obviously gonna take off. Yeah. Right. So they mentioned all that in the series. Yep. Like she's gonna fucking move. And that's that episode. There we go. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> to move so easily, man, every time we have to move, it's a big fucking ordeal.
1: But they were also homeless a lot, so I don't think they had too much to move sometimes. There we go. That's true. Right? I just think of the few times that we've
0: Girl, moved as a family. No. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Nope, it takes forever. Nope. that's my,
1: my nightmare. Episode four, Stay Inside. This title, I don't get so much, but maybe it'll help me figure it out. 2013. hmm So her real age would have been 21, 22. Okay. Mom is celebrating the 18th birthday that I mentioned earlier. Because she's passing her off now as 18. Right. So she's we know she's born 1991. That right. is fact. Mom is saying 1995, I okay. think. Right? So that's what we're going with. So okay. it's her 18th birthday. Either way, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah, of course. Because now Gypsy is an adult. Yep, a legal adult and technically legally in charge of her medical care, regardless of if of any disability or whatever. She's still a legal adult, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. So, Dee Dee has to meet with a lawyer. The lawyer is played by Brooke Smith. Who? Brooke Smith. Is the chick in the hole in silence of the motherfucking Stop lambs! Stop it! Ah! Stop it! The politician's daughter? Yes. Oh my god. I know. Who was also in Big Sky that Nick and I are watching. Yes! yes. I yes. will I will drink to that. Right. That I told deserves you deserves a drink. I told you it was worth drinking too. That is so exciting. Mm-hmm does a great job for her like two episode cameo yes of course she does mm-hmm. she was in silence of the fucking lambs are I mean, you kidding right now here we are a lawyer telling Dee, Dee guardianship is unrealistic mm-hmm. because even she can tell behind the facade right that gypsy's capable at this point of Taking care of herself. Right. Regardless of whatever bullshit disability you're claiming she has. Uh-huh. She's like, however, there is also a thing called a power of attorney. Yeah. And this is actually something I deal with quite often. Okay, B. Talk work. your shit. Okay. Because it has to do with money in my position, Mm -hmm. right? Where if someone gets to the point where they own all these assets, but they become mentally incapacitated, that they legally name someone to take over all of their choices. Yes. Correct? All right. So in this case, though, because Gypsy is isn't being deemed mentally incapacitated by a doctor, right? Dee mm-hmm. Dee hasn't convinced someone to sign off on that. She instead convinces Gypsy herself. To sign over a power of attorney. Correct.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Correct. Fuck you. I know. It's Didi. the worst. Right? You're not. You've gone through the effort of forging all this mental shit or this, um, medical shit all this time you're not going to get a doctor to name her mentally incapacitated you're going to make her sign over her own fucking shit so did that really happen because that pissed me off so hard nobody mentioned it but i'm sure it did really happen right to get her to sign over her own fucking rights oh my god God. so i want to note this is also the episode where her mom is diagnosed with the diabetes okay so i wonder if maybe there's like her sympathy towards her mom and the illness or whatever. Cause now at this point, the doctor's basically telling gypsy, like you're going to need to chip in. Like you need to help take care of your mom for type two diabetes, right? Because her mom needs to be held accountable for an ex exercise regimen. No, she does like, no, I know they require, she's not, they, her mom is requiring gypsy to give her the shots Even though she knows Gypsy is afraid of the shots due to her
0: abuse. So you think this is just another way for her mom to like, she's manipulating her
1: diagnosis to like get even more attention. And if she gets sick, it's because of Gypsy. This is crazy. Yeah. So all of this is going on in the show, which was not mentioned at all in the documentary, which is why I'm wondering if it was like fabricated or not. It could have been. Right. It It seems. I know absolutely nuts. it's absolutely possible based on what we know about dd but because of the extreme length i'm just like i'm wondering like oh did they make it just for the show
0: i just can't believe that like you got yourself into this diagnosis and the idea that it would be anybody else's responsibility, no, it's Gypsy's other than
1: responsibility. your
0: own to yeah, get no. yourself out or to take care no. of yourself is i'm a no. type one diabetic which I have no mm-hmm. control over. That shit just happened to me. But
1: I can't change Dee Dee it. Dee is this master manipulator. I know, but
0: that's what I'm saying. It's all bullshit because yeah. I have no choice but to deal with it. And I take care of mine. Mm-hmm. My blood sugars are in control. And I'm raising three fucking kids and working full time. Like, there's no excuse you can give me in the world that this woman cannot take care of right. her own shit.
1: So... And I get heated. I'm sorry for Gypsy's 18th birthday. Oh wow! Her mom gives her two pet guinea pigs.
0: Yes, this is true.
1: It is. Yeah, amazing. I forgot about them. I actually. fucking love
0: that. It's not even that I didn't write it down. I Dude, totally. I'm to that. I completely forgot about the guinea yep. pigs mm-hmm. because Gypsy has to set them free after she kills her mom. <laughs> <laughs> Was that in your notes? Yeah, of course.
1: Of course! I know. It was in my fucking notes. I'm She's so mad. <laughs> so I'm like, you just set them free
0: to die. I know. Oh. She sets free these domesticated
1: <laughs> guinea pigs. <laughs> like long hair guinea pigs. So an like,
0: owl can just swoop oh one oh up and God. kill it immediately.
1: God damn it.
0: I'm sorry, B. I know how you are when oh god! <laughs> I know how you are when animals die. Okay. We don't even know if the guinea pigs died. What if they Stop survived? It. What if they survived? We made, know they die. What if they? Everyone in the
1: story dies somehow. Five hundred guinea pigs. You don't right. know. So sitting on the porch with are fucking guinea pigs, <laughs> gypsies. They're so cute. Noticing that Lacey's home. From oh, college. our BFF. Right. She's
0: ready to tell you all her slutty stories from college. She met her boyfriend
1: on a Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle.com, baby. Type dating site. Oh my God. By the time Gypsy creates her username and password or whatever, she's got like ten immediate posts, like requests. Mm-hmm. And one of which is a dick pit Ooh, baby, and we get to see that dick. How's it look? And funny enough, they made it out to be like the local lawn boys' dick. Like, hey, the- lawn boys are hot. Oh, and he was—he was, he was yes. gorgeous. Okay, like, it was queen. a great dick. He was a hot guy. He was a hot dick. Like, all of it was great. great. But still, I'm like, really who way to do the lawn aggressive. boy? Do- yeah, aggressive. way to do the lawn boy dirty? <laughs> he had nothing to fucking do with it. <laughs> uh. All right, so she finds Nicholas and they're looking for their fairy tale love. and they bond over their shared challenges. Mm. right? Mm-hmm. We all know what gypsy's going through. Right. But Nicholas, Has lots of shit going on himself. Yes. According to the HBO documentary, his mom notes that he has been diagnosed as he has autism. Uh Uh-huh. Asperger's. Which is a form of autism. Possible undiagnosed multiple personality disorder.
0: Which is always a weird one in the psych community of whether that's a real thing or not.
1: Right. And so... Back to the Hulu series, their online chats escalate quickly, right? We get to the video chats and um, they create these characters, right? Right. So Gypsy's naughty side is Ruby Ooh. to accommodate Nicholas's victor who's a vampire Yes, and a serial killer.
0: When I was doing my notes, I couldn't remember his nickname.
1: Yes, Victor. He has
0: an alter ego. He has a different personality, air quote Victor. And there's even a thing where like whenever Gypsy feels like she needs him to like come save her, protect her, kill her mom for her, Mm -hmm. she tells him, I need Victor. And then that's when his... She eventually... Dark side comes she out. She has
1: to ask Victor to kill right. her mom. Yes. Because Nick won't do it. Okay. Victor.
0: That's right. The only reason I didn't put it in my notes is because I couldn't remember his nickname. And then I'm like, just scrap the whole thing. But right,
1: Victor. Right. Okay. So that goes, I think, with like his multiple personality disorder. If it's a
0: real thing, yes. I
1: mean... And so Victor's the one that introduces her to the BDSM, Mm -hmm. which reminds me very much of Mm. Girl in the Box. Oh, okay. Cameron. Yeah. I mean, so much. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because he's super into it. Mm -hmm. So one night, Gypsy confides in Nick about all the lies and everything that her mom's making her do. Okay. Right? So she is mentally fully aware of everything of what's that's happening uh, yeah mm-hmm. she's just being forced to go along with it and she accidentally falls asleep okay and it's at this point she wakes up the mom smashes the laptop she spits in her mom's face i will say this is probably the only time i'm ever gonna be okay you can be accepting of it oh uh, it wasn't like an aggressive spit it was a deserved spit. I'm gonna let it slide.
0: B, how do you feel about the new generation, Gen Z? No,
1: they can fuck off, <laughs> spitting with on their each other. spit. They Have you seen the TikToks f- of them spitting no, in each other's mouths? No, because Ooh. I am not on that for you page.
0: <laughs> spit bullshit. No. Me neither. But every time, ta- every once no. in a while, one sneaks up on me. No, they're very into spitting on each no. other. Spitting in each other's mouths. Our baby, two turn Tony. We've you have oh bought his oh, beer bong. Of course. Many a Two Turn Tony's videos of are of him spitting in girls' mouths. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> Bailey's so disgusted. She wants to
1: just I mean, drop the subject. She's I mean, giving me no. that stern look. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the episode ends with her and Nick masturbating. Hot. Via, like, sexting. Yeah, at this point, right, because everything's broken, but about their fucked up fantasies. Okay, right? right, we got this. And in the HBO episode, um, I want to note that the there is an ex of Nick. Okay, that does try to reach out to. Gypsy. Okay. I did not hear anything about this. Yeah. So in the documentary, she does note that an, an ex did try to reach out to her early in their relationship to warn her about his bad side. But she's all, that's perfect. That's just what I need. And she's just wrote it off like, oh, that's just jealousy. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about that at all. Perfect. I thought that that was a very. Interesting. Very interesting.
0: <laughs> Paper ASMR.
1: Episode five. Plan B. B. Yes. It's twenty. Not the pill. No. God. <laughs> God. Gypsy's real age, 23, 24.
0: Good golly, Miss Molly.
1: That is old as fuck. Right again being, i was having kids no i know but again being treated like she's like 12 15 i know but i just
0: can't wrap my brain around it because at 24 25 i was having my first child yeah but you geez. had graduated college and had moved on and again blackout drunk mm-hmm. somewhere i was having a baby and it's just so crazy to me that she's dealing with this 24 25 That's is so what old
1: i'm fucking saying crazy yeah and she's having some Zoom sex. Oh. Is it
0: Zoom back then?
1: I don't know. Or Whatever you... it is. FaceTime? I don't know. I don't know. How am I supposed to know I was having kids? Right. I know what I was going on. But it's getting boring. And Victor.
0: Ooh, the vampire. Wants
1: more BDS time with Ruby. Okay. Right? So Gypsy comes up with this plan to meet. For reals. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I can't get you off with this fantasy bullshit, I'll get you off of real life. Okay. Come and see me. Okay, girl. Shoot your shot. So she convinces her mom to take her to see Cinderella, like we talked about. hmm And he comes all the way from Big Ben, Wisconsin. That's exactly where he's from. And Gypsy... Gives Nick a very detailed fantasy description of what she expects from him. Right. Right. Like you had mentioned, the outfit. Doesn't he just show up in like a black button up shirt or something? Well, she mailed him like a blue collared shirt or whatever. Oh, there we go. And okay. he, he does. He shows up in the shirt or whatever, but he's fucking late, right? She, excuse me.
0: Drink that seltzer. I already drank both my seltzers.
1: Want to smoke my weed? No, I'll die. She wants him to be there much earlier so that when he opens the door, he can say this line like, no princess should ever have to open her own door to really impress Mm -hmm. the mom. Yes. Right? Like, he really has to go above and beyond to sell Didi. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he fucks that all up. Of
0: course he does. Who's gonna
1: do that shit? Right. This poor mentally challenged whatever Lost in the sauce. Soul shows up late, panics. Right. Sees them at the concession stand and right. runs up and goes, No princess should ever have no. Door. And so Didi's like, what the (laughs) fuck, bro? Like, get away from us. That's so funny. Right? So they go into the movie theater. And there is only like a few handicapped stalls or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right? Little seats. On the platform. There's like two or three or whatever. He sits right behind them. Okay. And he like kind of tries to initiate conversation with her. Mm -hmm. And of course, Didi's not having it. She's like, can you stop talking to my sick child? Yells at him, scolds him, makes him feel worthless.
0: In all fairness, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I would be like, who
1: are you fucking talking to right now? Exactly. How, you don't know this child. Right. right? You just accosted us at
0: the fucking popcorn stand.
1: And are you going to sit behind us and talk to us? So he gets upset. He goes to get himself a pop. A pop, because in the Midwest, a pop. All this time, Gypsy's sitting there like boiling uh-huh. in her seat, just trying to figure out what the fuck she's going to do. Nothing went to plan. No. Mm-hmm. But again, because her mom is a diabetic, mm-hmm. suffering from her symptoms where she's like having trouble walking, she's got bad circulation or God whatever. Goddamn, take better care of yourself. Right. I know. How annoying. Mm-hmm. She can excuse herself. So that's why I'm wondering like how she was able to excuse herself in real life versus no how idea. I, I know. Somehow she got in that bathroom. Exactly. Though. So she gets in this bathroom. And like I say, it's a luxury stall. I would fuck in this bathroom. It Yay. is like well, literally you would fuck
0: in any bathroom. I would.
1: It doesn't matter. I know. So they're in this handicapped family restroom. It's like a whole suite like right. set aside just for them yeah she lays her princess cinderella gown down on the floor and she loses her virginity beautiful and they're in love of course like it's everything she ever wanted it to be mm-hmm. like she's above the stars and moon like it's oh right they're so happy and so she goes back and she finishes the movie, and they're leaving the movie. Oh my God, mom, wasn't it beautiful? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And finally, Nick nails it. A princess should nail it. Oh my God, we're still trying this shit. And the
0: mom is like, You goddamn fucking creep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm of to call it, God. <laughs> It would be so creepy because you have, in all fairness to Devi, I know. it would be the weirdest interaction ever. I
1: know. All right. So they go home and Gypsy gets like a weird message from Nick like, I'm going to, your mom is not nice. Like, she's on my bad list now.
0: Oh, no, not Victor's bad list. All right.
1: And I'm going to call her. I'm going to tell her what's up. Oh, okay. Right. So she's like, no, don't call my mom. But of course he calls. And so he's like, this is Gypsy's boyfriend. I'm going to be her husband, the future father of her baby. Okay, Victor, (laughs) talk your shit. (laughs) And it's like, you... Have no idea what's about to happen to you, blah, blah, blah. And so Gypsy gets herself tied up. I would assume this is what you said, like, what, two weeks? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mom's like, you told me you didn't know this boy at the movies. You know this boy at the movies.
0: On a side note, how hot is it, though, that he's, like, the first and only person to ever stand up he's to her mom? He's willing
1: to do fucking Anything, nothing hotter, nothing her. hotter he in the world. Literally thinks that he is hit like her knight in shining armor. Okay, I don't know if I'm gonna edit this, edit this out later,
0: but let's get real deep and personal right yeah. now. Do you want to? Yeah. So my stepdad was abusive for from the time I was what a tween. Yep. All the way through the time I was a young adult, mm-hmm. and then I started dating who's now my husband. And I fell in love with him for a lot of reasons. Yep. But he was the first and only person to ever stand up to my stepfather ever in my life. And he was, we were at my mom's house and me and my stepdad got into a huge fight. And I was being a little shit. In all fairness, I was being a brat. And I threw something at him and I was talking shit. And my stepdad went to go Punch me. He went to go, he balled up his fist. And and this is a much bigger man than me. He's like six three, six four. Yeah. And I'm five foot two. No. And he went to go hit me. And I put my hands above my head and I ducked down to like block the hit. And before he could even hit me, my six foot four, two hundred and eighty-pound boyfriend, who was a all-star linebacker in high school came up, stopped him, grabbed him by the throat and picked him up and held him against a wall and told him, you're never going to fucking touch her again. And that was it. And that was the last time we ever got into a big fight. It was the last time my stepdad ever even yelled at me or tried to do anything physical because I finally had somebody who would defend me and there's nothing hotter. And I don't know if that's fucked up. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
1: It's a good thing.
0: But absolutely. And it's been fine since then. But I finally had somebody who would like stand up for me.
1: So So I get it
0: a little bit that like the fact that he's finally standing up for Gypsy,
1: super hot. And I'm going to back you up. You shared something personal. I know my mom will never figure out how to fucking listen to this podcast. (laughs) You know that when my dad drinks, he can be very, Verbally abusive. Yeah, he can be a dick. Real bad. Especially when my husband is not around. Right. right? Very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's that he, whole alpha male thing. He chooses to go at me, especially about that. And so, of course, I also have a husband who's very defensive. And it is. It's like, it's its not to say that we can't do it for ourselves. Because we are very strong in our own right. Right. And we can obviously defend ourselves. But to have these men in our lives who can back us up. Right. And be there for us. Great. It it means the world. Of course. It means everything. It makes you feel a love that you deserve that you don't truly understand until you have it. Right.
0: Because for both of us,
1: it's somebody it,
0: putting us first for fucking once.
1: Which we don't do ourselves. And we don't, that's why it's so hard to really comprehend it. We don't do it ourselves. And then like my mom always
0: put me second to like my stepdad into addiction and all the adults in my life. I was always second to like addiction or to relationships. So to find somebody who, who put puts me you first. first.
1: it's You don't want to believe that it's real. It's so hard. But it is. Yeah. And it's hot. Yeah.
0: So I get it. I yeah. get where Gypsy's coming from. Yeah. He's standing up to her mom. No one's ever done that before for her. No. Mm-hmm. And he's all in. Yep.
1: He'll do anything for her. So that night, they've got their plan. Right. Gypsy is going to use the money that she stole from her mom Mm -hmm. to buy this ticket to get Nick in. Whatever. But because of the fight and everything that happened at the movie, Gypsy sees her mom doing her nails. Mm -hmm. She's having a really hard time again because of the diabetes. To reach her feet. Yeah. So her nails are out of control. Super crazy. And so... She says to Gypsy, like Gypsy offers to help, and she's like, don't hurt me. hmm Which I think is really interesting. The, the Hulu series puts it in here, because according to the HBO documentary, those are literally the last words... That Didi ever said to Gypsy. It was really? like, Yeah, it was like almost as she was going to bed. And these were, this was according to Gypsy in the HBO documentary. Mm-hmm. She said her mom, she was like, we had a fight. Mm-hmm. So I offered to do my mom's nails. And we painted each other's nails pink. And like we were having so much fun. And it was such a great night or whatever. And she was going to bed and she's like, gypsy, dear, like, please don't hurt me. Weird. Almost as if she knew. Something was afoot. hmm Weird. But the HBO, or no, but the Hulu series made it, like, played it off like it had something to do with the diabetes. Like, I'm so frail. Like, please be gentle. Please don't hurt me doing Again,
0: my- this is all shit she's doing just to get attention because there's lots of type two diabetics who are not-
1: Whatever. but uh, but absolutely according to gypsy's own words in yeah. the hbo documentary please don't hurt me was literally the last thing Dee, Dee crazy her mom ever said to her as she went to bed the night that nick came to kill her that's crazy yeah okay we've got a new episode episode six A whole new world.
0: Okay, Aladdin. (laughs) Okay, Princess Jasmine.
1: We start back in 1991. Oh, my God. We're going backwards. We're going to Gypsy's birth. Fantastic. Right. So we're going way back in time, Mm -hmm. given some of the like background, right, Uh, that the HBO documentary doesn't really do. So Gypsy describes, oh, this is actually what I saw first in the HBO documentary and then what actually occurs in the Hulu. So in the documentary, we hear like firsthand, Gypsy describes Dee Dee as unique, Mm -hmm. maybe overprotective. Yeah. (laughs) Helicoptery. Dee Dee's nephew... Describes her as odd, possibly bipolar, if not multiple personality. Okay. Everyone's got multiple personalities in this. Dee Dee's dad admits that he for sure spoiled her, that she had some kind of control over him, that he could not say no to her. Mm-hmm. Right? And so... um, I guess, I don't know, I thought it was an aunt, but maybe it was the stepmom, as you pointed out mm-hmm. earlier, points out that if Didi didn't get her way, there would be hell to pay. Right. It was going to be bad news mm-hmm. for anyone involved. Dee Dee's mom had a past with shoplifting, embezzling, and um, all of this clearly passed on to Dee Dee. Many of the family members believe that she poisoned her mom. Yes. That she fucked with whatever medications or whatever. And you had said something about like withholding food.
0: Withholding food from her biological mom. Mm -hmm. Poisoning her stepmom.
1: Okay. up. There we go. And then every fucking family member. We need to know this. Interviewed in the HBO documentary said that Dee Dee got what she deserved.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. I have something. Don't let me forget
1: about the end. God damn it. Okay. You might have it, too. So we'll see. When it was time to collect her ashes. Yes. This is what I yes, was going to go with. They toy- They told them to flush them down the yep. toilet. Nobody claimed her body no. or her ashes forever. Mm-hmm.
0: And then finally somebody did, and they flushed them down the toilet. No, they're just like, nope.
1: We don't fucking want anything to do with her flush her down the yes. toilet. This is her own Flesh and blood. Yes. This is her own family saying yes. these things. Because she's a piece of shit. Right? I mean, you just, you need to get that. Regardless right. of if you agree whether or not people should mm-hmm. kill other people. It doesn't matter. She was a piece of shit. Right. They all want Gypsy to be released. They yes. They all believe that she's been punished enough. And um, they expressed that they all wish that they had done more. Right, like looking back, mm-hmm. they're like, "If we had any idea."
0: I know it's so hard though, because like, what would you do? If I can't imagine presenting this right. child as
1: being very right. sick
0: or whatever. Yeah. So
1: again, all of that's from the HBO documentary. This is hands-on, real people, real family yeah. giving real expressions about this piece of garbage shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was a great documentary. Before we go back to 1991 in Louisiana to the birth. And this is Hulu. Yes. This is the episode, right? It's a nice, juicy, bloody birth. We got lots going on. Mm -hmm. You had said she was premature. Yes. And this, they made the cord wrapped around her neck. Okay. But again, something's wrong. Regardless, she's fine. Okay. She is perfectly healthy. Mm -hmm. Complications set aside doesn't matter. She is going to thrive as a person. Right. She will be fine. In theory. Mm -hmm. The dad is not present. Weird, okay. All right, which I wasn't sure if that was real or not. And no one's ever said anything, mm-hmm. I don't know. He was not there, but of course, Didi's Dee mom was there. Mm. And the way that Hulu painted the picture of Didi's Dee mom, girl. Is she like Didi? Dee Dee? Overpowering, like overwhelming, uh-huh. judgmental. So this is a cycle situation. Ooh. So, again, overbearing immediately grabs the baby from Dee Dee and, like, tells the doctor what the doctor should be doing. Really Like, shouldn't you be weighing the baby? Shouldn't you be doing this? Shouldn't you be doing... I would love to if you would
0: let go of the baby for a minute. I know. And the
1: doctor's like, oh, it looks like you've had quite a few blah, 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 whatever from birth. Every time Gypsy cries, there has to be some underlying reason. Mm-hmm. Like, babies shouldn't cry, apparently. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right? So, immediately, she's taking the the baby to the doctor an unreasonable amount of time. Just because she's crying? Mm-hmm. Okay. There has to be something going on. What a crazy person. Eventually... The doctor does say the baby's fine, maybe a little overweight. Oh, interesting. Okay. So we'll give you like a supplement Uh and like a little routine. This is what you should be doing Uh kind of a thing. But Didi's mom knows better. Of course. And that's all bullshit. Uh It's that Didi's not doing enough. Right. She's not a good enough mom. Uh, obviously. She's not providing enough for her child. She's the worst. She Exactly. And I'm fuming. Right. You've experienced it. I've experienced the it. The new mom shit it's is hard. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. It's awful. And I'm livid. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, you're on Dee Dee's side. Right? I'm like, oh, my God. Well, it's not even... Has nothing to do with Gypsy. Even it's just like what she ends up doing to her mom. (laughs) All right. So, anyways, so eventually, back at the house, they get into their routine. I I guess Gypsy was probably like two years old. Okay. When Dee Dee gets arrested. Yeah. For check fraud, right, and she does get sentenced, and she goes away for six months, mm-hmm. which, when you're two, I mean, that's a big deal. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. That's it's a, a big, quarter of your age. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big deal. How about that for your math? There you go. And so when she comes back, her mom is just like, "Gypsies thriving without you." It's been so much better. Nothing's been better than when you since, are gone. Yes. Which I always knew it would be. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> Could you imagine? So that's I've so even though you you Pointed like she tried to poison her stepmother or whatever. Like there it didn't seem like there was a whole lot to do with her actual mom. They
0: didn't nothing I read went into this part of her mom, but again, not to say it's not true. I just didn't read or hear anything mm-hmm. about it, but it's very interesting. It would
1: explain a lot. They went hard on this fucking mom daughter so relationship. So the mom does get sick.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Dee Dee not only fucks with her medication. Yeah. Like, ends up giving her pills, even though she's on, like, a certain morphine schedule or whatever by, like, hospice or whoever. Right. They're like, are you giving her medication outside of her schedule? And then, no. Of course not. No. Why would I do that? But then as she's yelling in the background for help, like, Dee Dee, Dee Dee, like, come. Oh, my God. She just cranks up the volume on the TV. Just yeah. leaves her there. Crazy. hmm Crazy. But it's like after everything she's done. I get it. It's, if that's how her mom it's is. It's a vicious, vicious cycle. Nuts. So fucking gross. On to episode seven? No, because this is where we now. So that was all background shit. Okay, right. The interviews, the background presented been leading at the, up to this. Yes, we're back to the present. Okay. Of this current episode, and we hear the sounds of Dee Dee being stabbed, calling out for Gypsy, and flashes of light. But we don't see much of anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And now that Dee Dee is dead, there's nothing to stop Nicholas and Gypsy from living their fairy tale ending, Aww, right? beautiful. What better place to do that than a motel? Yeah, of course. Right? I love a cheap motel. Gypsy, the gem that she is, makes brownies. Okay. And I'm pretty sure this is accurate because I remember it in both the documentary and the series, this line where she says, he might be eating brownies now, but soon he'll be eating me. Wow. Okay. Because all of this is like on camera, like their footage. And they basically have a sex tape. At this point. Amazing. In, in the motel room. Okay. Them just fucking banging it out, living their lives. Um. The HBO series made it seem like Nick took shit to another level in the motel room, but I think the Hulu series makes it seem like it happened in the house. So that's kind of like a discrepancy. All right. They decide to mail the knife and any other evidence. It looks like there was like knife and gloves, maybe, okay. that they mailed to his family's house. Because Hilarious. You know, yeah, that's the best thing to do with it. Hilarious. Dispose of later. And at this point, Gypsy is starting to really regret her choices. Really? Like Nick mm. is not the... Prince, prince Charming? No, not what she thought it was going to be. Well, welcome to the
0: club, Gypsy. You're right.
1: Here we go. Episode 7. Bonnie and Clyde. Hey! hey, which is episode what for SB?
0: Oh, you didn't write that down, did, did you? Hmm. I did not. Episode twenty something, right?
1: Who fucking knows? According to you, maybe it's twenty nine. <laughs> hey, could be, could be. It could all be episode twenty nine. So the two lovebirds finally hit the road. They're going to Wisconsin. Mother played by Juliette Lewis. Fantastic, right? Picks them up, bus station, under the impression that, I guess, Nicholas is saving Gypsy from a homeless shelter oh. because her mom kicked her out, which is according to the documentary and the show. Okay. Which I think is interesting. So, it's probably true. hmm At the house, it's less than what Gypsy had imagined. There's no food. Oh. No, nothing. There's no food? No. That's, like, there's- Why some, is there no food? There's, like, beer- Okay. And soda in the fridge. Are Nick's parents alcoholics? Moms are recovering. Dad's currently drinking. She's a
0: recovering alcoholic in yeah. a relationship with somebody who's
1: still drinking? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. It's not a good situation. Basically. There's no food? No. Oh, my God. It Nick, sounds horrific. No, Nick says that he just got a job at a pizza place. Great. Basically, the nights that he works, he gets to bring home pizza. And that's what feeds his family. The fuck? Mm-hmm. That's per the Hulu series. And the parents aren't this, working? None of this was mentioned, obviously, in the documentary. All right,
0: fine. Just the no food is so unsettling to me. I'd be so upset. Gypsy's pissed. Of course. She's lived her whole life
1: being denied food. Yeah. So she teaches Nicholas how to lie. How to oh. con people. Right. So they go to the grocery store and she teaches him, believe what you say and people will believe you too. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is where I get pissed. You had mentioned the McDonald house earlier. Mm -hmm. She's been trapped in a wheelchair her whole life. Right. Like, I feel like more than anything, that's like the one thing that's really just been like chaining her down Mm -hmm. to this existence. She's more than fucking happy to get in that motorized little scooter and to beg get for, sympathy, yeah, and to steal and to con people. Apples and trees, baby. Apples and trees. That part really got sour with me. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is where shit gets complicated. And so, um, they. Go back to the house with their stolen, conned groceries or whatever. She kind of has like a mini panic attack. Like, I need some medication. And Nicholas is like, well, we didn't get any of that while we were at the grocery store. And she's like, you don't have any? You don't just have meds on like, hand? How, how can you not have a plethora? A closet full of meds. Right? Like that's shocking. Right. Shooketh. <laughs>
0: that so there funny. is not a
1: plethora of drugs just for my toothing 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 thing, and um so again she's really regretting her choices and she decides that at this point it's time to alert people to her mom's body right because she's feeling very guilty mm-hmm like, she can't be left alone. So they do their Facebook posts. Correct. And the fucking SWAT team is sent in. Mm-hmm. So that's why I asked. I'm like, do you really think the SWAT team got called in? They fucking drag his parents out into the grass in the middle of the night laying down on their stomachs. Well, if
0: they think... That Nick kidnapped a severely handicapped child, okay. possibly, I guess.
1: It just seemed
0: really dramatic over the top. Yeah.
1: And not only that, they find the two in a fucking closet. Yes, that I do remember. Is that real? I don't know. Okay. But I remember it from that the was act. so funny. Yeah. They're hiding in the closet together. And the whole time the mom is just like, my son is innocent. The only reason he's doing any of this fucking shit is because of this girl. And then finally, we get to the questioning by police that the HBO, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. right? Full circle. We're getting there. Uh so you said that Gypsy starts like telling the truth immediately, right? But per the HBO documentary, she pretends that she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. She pretends like she doesn't know that her mom's dead. Oh, interesting. Doesn't believe what's happening. And it's like, well, what's Nick saying? Nick's the one that's singing the full. I mean, if that's story.
0: in the documentary, then that's probably true. Mm-hmm. I just I'm just going off of my couple articles in my yeah. podcast. So no. they might have just like skipped past that. No,
1: Nick is singing the full fucking story because he wants to tell of saving his damsel in distress, right? Knight in shining like, armor. Like this is their fairy tale. He is of telling course. their story, mm-hmm. and she's like, "No, like, what do you mean? My mom's dead. I have no idea what's going on." And the guy's like, "I can't help you. You are literally digging yourself into a hole."
0: Like, and how do you explain, first of all, not being like medically incapacitated, and second of all, being with this dude?
1: Yeah. And so at this point in the Hulu and the HBO, they're like word for word in the interview. Mm -hmm. Like, they cover it exactly. So you decide which one you want to watch because both are extremely accurate. Okay. Right. Um, But it gets to the point where all the neighbors and the friends and the family, they see for the first time when Gypsy gets to walk. Into the court. Yes. Right. And Mm -hmm. it fucking blows their minds. Yep. Everything. In real life too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially Rod. Rod is like. Their whole fucking world. Yeah. Could you imagine? No.
0: And Rod the dad is very shocked. And he said it was very mixed feelings. Because part of him is so. Happy. Happy and excited that. She's but like a functioning stated, Yeah, that he didn't catch it and that she had the childhood she had.
1: So she is sentenced to first-degree murder with life in prison or death. Oh, okay. That's how this episode ends. Okay. Okay. Yep. We're there people. We made it. Hey. We are finally here. Episode 8 titled Free And it opens with Dee Dee and Gypsy sleeping under a tree in a park. It's 1997. Apparently, they're homeless. And I had not mentioned earlier that basically within every episode, every time they went to sleep together in their shared fucking bed, Mm -hmm. they did this fucking thing where Dee Dee would be like, did you look at the stars? Okay. The stars are angels. They're, her, they're here watching over us. And it all originated from this night. They're, like, homeless in okay. the park. Okay. And so she's looking up, and, like, she's scared. It's like, just look at the stars. The stars are our guardian angels. They're taking care of us. They will guide us, blah, blah, blah.
0: I mean, that's not true, but sure. Okay. So
1: there you go. Boom.
0: No, I just mean it's not true that stars are guardian oh. angels. Stars are... Giant balls of gas.
1: Um, So we are back in 2015 when Gypsy has just entered a plea of not guilty to the Mm -hmm. first degree murder, all that shit. Right. And the lawyers at this point are kind of like thinking she's a cold blooded murderer. Yeah. Right. They're like, it's not looking good for you Mm -hmm. based on the witnesses accounts of how you guys were acting. After the fact, the people at the motel, yeah. the Waffle House, Just the taxi cab driver. In love, couple, happy-go-lucky. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they're like, besides the fact that he did the stabbing, you still look guilty as fuck. hmm Right? In prison, Gypsy finally has her feeding tube removed. Jesus Christ, it took that long. Right. And that shit was crazy when they just like yanked it because she's like, I I don't have time for you. Like I have better things to do with my time. Inmate. (laughs) Inmate one, three, seven, four, Uh five. Her first meal consisted of like, meatloaf and mashed potatoes Mm -hmm. and apparently mashed potatoes was like a big deal for her Mm -hmm. i think was like one of her favorite things because it was the only real food her mom would allow her to eat okay right that came up a lot in the hbo or no in the hulu series there's this like dramatic scene in the yard Mm. where the boys and the girls are like crossing each other's paths hmm And obviously, Nicholas. Oh, no. Is on the other side. So he runs to the fence where the divider expresses, like, I'm your fucking Clyde till the end, Bonnie. Right. Like and she's um, all, fuck off. Yes, exactly. Yeah. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Right. It breaks his heart. And he's like, what do you, like, <laughs> I'm here, like, I'm your ride or die. Nope. Nope. Nope, I don't give a fuck. Finally in prison, she gets a visit from the dad. So here I am like, yay, finally. Yay. The fucking dad. And they did an okay job. Like they didn't do a bad job portraying him, but I'm still so mad that it took till like this long for them to bring him in. Like he wasn't there at all. Right. Um, And it's her dad that provides all the medical records and everything that they need to really prove the child abuse. Okay. Right. He's the one. All that- right, Rod. Okay. So now the case is separated from Nicholas's because she was acting in self-defense. Yeah. Right. So hers goes down to a second degree eligible for parole in 2024. Okay okay but are you ready for this we'll throw this at you Uh-oh. i'm curious if somehow this could be like a folly ado uh, maybe right nicholas is so consumed in this fantasy that gypsy's created gypsy's so consumed in this fantasy that are like the whole thing i just feel so bad That with everything he's going through the diagnosed Asperger's autism whatever the possible multiple personality disorder and he gets first degree murder life in prison. Right.
0: Right. You think he should be in like a mental hospital. Yeah absolutely. I think so. I don't know if it I don't know if It's a folly ado for me because I would say, if anything, no disrespect to Gypsy. She had a horrific childhood and she had to take drastic measures to get herself out of it. But I do lean more towards the idea that, like, Gypsy manipulated him. Yeah.
1: You know, either way, who knows? Either way, we can agree. Like, the system failed both. Yeah. Clearly, mm-hmm. right. There is no argument there, and so I also like to think like if somehow Dee Dee had survived, what would happen? Yeah, I don't know. Right, that shit blows my mind. <clears throat> would like, she have
0: taken control over what Gypsy it, again? No, would Gypsy like have stood what up would up for she herself? be
1: held accountable for? Like no, any of it. Exactly, that shit blows my fucking mind. if for some reason, Gypsy managed to. Survive.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I know. What would have happened? And what would have happened if she would have never gotten Nicholas to stand up for her and be on her side? Yeah. Like, like we said, would. What would have happened to Gypsy? Would Didi have killed her eventually?
1: Yeah. Uh, once she reached the age of 18 and had to sign off like power, like that shit's getting too complicated.
0: And also, I could see her accidentally killing her, not even meaning to, but all the weird concoction of medications and yeah. surgeries and. All this shit, I could see it just, like, going left on her and her accidentally killing her daughter. Well,
1: especially if she could barely take care of herself.
0: But then think of all the attention she would have gotten for a dead kid. Oh, my God. She would have loved it. All the attention.
1: So finally, they close it all out with Gypsy's point of view on how everything went down that night. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's solely from her point of view where... Nicholas shows up that night. She walks him in and it's... They're scared.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's not the sexy online fantasy... That they had been hyping up. No, they're fucking scared. Yeah. This is not fun for them. He's shaking and got the knife and she goes and hides in the bathroom. Basically like in the fetal position with her hands over her ears listening Mm-hmm. As her mom screams out her name. Yeah. Right? Just awful. Right. Awful. And that's why I love that Sheree was there to suffer through <laughs> all that with me. Like, hey, you want to watch this episode? Mm-hmm. With yep. Me? Yeah, right. It's this great show. You want to watch it? Mm-hmm. But never once do we get to see any kind of stabbing or anything. It's just her in the bathroom images flashing whatever like we don't we don't see anything yeah okay and so when all is said and done and they're cleaned up and they pack or whatever this is what i'm saying so according to the hulu like nick fucks her there in the house right and that's according to the real life and case she, as well she gets rough okay right nick says it's consensual gypsy says otherwise like no it was more of the rape fantasy that victor had plotted in the whole facebook post right right? like kill the mom rape the girl Right. Mm -hmm. and the last thing we see is gypsy alone in her prison cell like resting her head on a vision of her mom Okay. And that's how the Hulu series ends it all. Fantastic. But I want to note that in the HBO documentary, they ended on a much higher note. Oh. And it made me cry like a fucking bitch. <laughs> because her dad's not a fucking piece of shit. Nope. He was trying the whole time. He gets a visit with her, mm-hmm. her Him and the stepmom, they're both excited to see her. And they both, like, on the way to the visit joke, like, you're going to cry. No, you're going to cry kind of thing, right? And the second he sees his daughter and they hold each other and they just, like, break down in each other's arms. I'm dying. (laughs) Like, the love he has for his daughter and how sorry he is. Yeah. And just everything. It just, oh, my God. It killed me. It was incredible. So sweet. So I'm for sure going to give like the documentary a five. Like, clearly, it's it's a documentary, whatever. But I am going to give the Hulu a four. Okay. And I've got my reasons. So my reasons are, um, one, you actually cleared up for me. I thought that the neighbors were bullshit. I thought they were fictitious, like, characters. Uh Right. So you did clear that up for me, but still. I thought they paid a lot of attention to that to, like, create this drama. um, That we never actually got to see any of the stabbing just because I'm a sick, right. horrible you person. You want to see the violence. Just I, th- the way that they were so dark and so graphic right. with everything else. How hard would it would have been? To show the stabbing. Like, really, just give me something. Throw me a bone. Okay. I hear you. I'm with right? you. Mm-hmm. How dirty they did the dad. That's a little fucked up. And the back and forth in time. It fucking kills me. Oh, we're going to start with 2015, tw- 2009, 2011, 1999. I'm like, where the fuck are we? What is happening? Like, do an episode in the past
0: mm-hmm. all about the mom. You want to go in chronological order.
1: Yeah. Tell me all about the bullshit past. Dee Dee's fucked up relationship with her mom. Whatever. Give me the birth. Give me the this. Give me the that. Like, stop bouncing back and forth. Because the way I said it to you was not as easily as it was portrayed in the episodes. It Mm -hmm. was like clips here and there. And I'm like, why is that necessary? Right. It doesn't build any suspense. It just makes me confused. And it makes me mad. Makes you mad. Makes me mad. (laughs) You think you're clever editors. You think you're earning your dollar.
0: You're fucking not. You give mommy dead and dearest Five knives, but you give the act
1: four, four. knives. Fair. Still a high score. It was fucking awesome. I really. Joey I, King. Perfect. Killed it. Killed it. Killed it. Not, sure. to be,
0: not to be no. confused with Jamie King. No. Mm. really, Yeah. Really and what enjoyed. about your
1: look of the week, B? Okay. So I'm trying to go for Gypsy. Yes. Right. What is this? A Lisa Frank?
0: It's very Lisa Frank shirt. Right. It's like two kitties and a psychedelic sneaker.
1: Right. I'm going for like really like middle school folder.
0: In all fairness, you would have never worn that in middle school. No. but Yeah. You're an average child yeah. would have.
1: I'm going to cover my hair with a beanie, a very thick like hoodie. Right. Like a fucking leukemia. Patient type c- beanie used type. Yeah. But I'm going to clip a little like sparkly bow to it. Yep. Because there would always be that flare. Right. And I'm going to have my stuffy because every time she went to the doctors, she got a new stuffed animal. There's lots of animals. I uh, know. Which absolutely contributed to the hoarding. There were hundreds of stuffed animals. I had a list somewhere that I threw on the ground about all the fucking shit. But, and also that's really
0: like Gypsy at some point had to stop liking that and then playing into it for her mom absolutely at some point you don't give a fuck about that stuffed animal anymore but then you have to act like you care about it just for her mom to
1: appease her mom right and the same with the dressing up from right. the Comic-Con. And as the princesses, she didn't want to be the princesses. No, she wanted to be a hot girl. And that's why I've got the stupid makeup on my face. Like the stupid rosy cheeks. And very like mimi from Drew cin- Carey show. The Cinderella blue eyelids. Mm-hmm. Like the very cheesy adolescent right. type of makeup.
0: Little but. girl playing makeup mm-hmm. type makeup. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And I, you'll see a cameo of my hands yeah. in there. We're gonna try to like, you know, put me in as Dee Dee, mm-hmm. grabbing onto you. Yeah, stop fucking talking. Exactly. Um, Great. So you can see all those pictures on THC podcast on Instagram. I will say I never post on Facebook or Twitter or anything anymore. It's just Instagram. Well, you made my Mother's Day.
1: Hey, I know. What are we doing for Mother's Day tomorrow? We are watching Married at First Sight season 11. We're back, baby. Yeah, we are going to cuddle in my bed. I haven't spent more time cleaning my room. Like I care about what your room was like. Who said it was for you? Okay, fine. Yeah. No, the sheets are cleaned. I dusted. I vacuumed. It's just I am so ready to go. Husband is going to get me donuts and breakfast and coffee. And yep. we're going to cuddle in bed and we're going to fucking binge Married at First Sight.
0: I cannot wait. I am so excited. Yeah. I love Mother's Day. I like it more than my birthday. Oh. Because it's like all the stuff you get for your birthday, but without getting any older. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So, yeah, in the morning, we'll do family time, whatever stuff my kids made me at school. Fantastic. I'll get yeah. my coffee. I'll I already get got my all breakfast. That. Yeah. And then I'll head over to your house mm-hmm. with my pillow and my blankie. Yeah. And we'll watch Married at First Sight and we'll drink some wine and eat whatever we want to eat. Yeah. It's going to be a great Mother's it's Day. Be so good. So if you're listening to this and you have a good relationship with your mom, make sure you call her and celebrate with her. And, yeah. and if she was a terrible mom, then I hope you didn't. And I hope you spent the day taking care of yourself. There you go.
1: We're all for it. It's
0: all good. Follow us on THC Podcast on Instagram. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Give us a five-star review if you have the time. Any comments. I really appreciate I usually get back to personally. If you've left a comment, thank you so much.
1: Hey, how about this? We had talked about earlier whether or not we were going to post a picture of my tattoo. Okay. If they want to see it. Oh.
0: Leave a comment? Mm Mm-hmm. Leave a comment if you want to see B's tattoo. Right. Even just one comment, we'll post it.
1: Just a little. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And if you've listened this much, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Seriously. Tell your mom about us. (laughs) Yeah. your mom wants to listen my mom
1: can't figure it out but sure tell I don't your know. mom
0: my mom can figure it out but i don't think she wants to listen because sometimes i put my parents i on know. blast. i wouldn't want to <laughs> listen but whatever and we will see you next time happy mother's day y'all bye, bye.